Okay, let's uh, pray. Father, we just thank you for this time. We thank you for your living word, Lord, that is life to us, Lord, that we not live by just the physical food, but your word gives us understanding and wisdom and power to live a life, Lord, that you live on this earth, Lord. Um, I ask Holy acknowledge you, Holy Spirit, as the teacher, the greatest teacher and revealer of truth. I ask that you think through my mind and speak through my mouth and let the words go forth, not in my own human wisdom, but in demonstration of your spirit and power. That the faith of your people will rest in you and your power. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. So you all remember to get to, uh, if, if you cannot hear me, put the, the, the notice or something like that, right? Uh, that will square, share screen first. All right. Yes, I can. Hey, Sarah is here. Okay. We continue, right? Today we're going to talk about God's way into possessing our inheritance. Okay, there are many ways you can uh, so-called get blessing. All right, you can work very hard for it, and you can be very rich, right? So inheritance is not just about how much is in your bank account. Right? It's about what God intends has given to us in Christ. All right, and everything that is given to us. Some of us already know, okay, that is in the spirit, but to bring it forth to manifest, this is what the teaching is all about. So we are going to possess our inheritance, but God's way, right? Own way, it looks like people are having their inheritance, but it's to a lot of stress. Remember, uh, Proverbs says what? The blessing of the Lord makes one rich but that he add no sorrow to it. That means you can receive blessings, right? Where yesterday we learned about Jesus being our source and supply, and there is no sorrow, right? So a lot of people have to, um, if they want blessings of money, they, they sort of, you know, work so hard, they trade off their, their health, their uh, family time and all that for it. So they work very, very hard. Yeah, they also get money, but we are not talking about just money, okay? We want to know, our inheritance in relation to what the word of God or God tells us, what belongs to us in Christ. And we want to have it God's way without sorrow, without pain, okay? without stress. Okay, Joshua 1.8. Uh, sorry, Joshua chapter 1, right? Where uh, Joshua uh, was going to lead the children of Israel from the wilderness. 40 years they were, they were there, right? To the promised land, Canaan. So we are going in now, okay? So last week we talked about the pioneering spirit and about Rahab, okay? So now we are going in because the first part, the Joshua sent the spies there, all right? And met this Rahab. So today we're going to see how uh, Joshua and his men, all right, conquered the first city there that they came when they went into Canaan land. 
After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, this is also very, there are a lot of uh, teachings on this, but just to bring it out. All right, Moses represent what? The leader of the older generation, not the older generation in Asia. <laughs> so it's not those uh, who are above 50 or 60. Okay? It is the generation that had to go through the wilderness. Why? Okay, today I'm going to ask questions and you're going to talk a bit, right? <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't matter, even though it's recorded or whatever. Okay, I want you all to get this very important uh, truth this morning. Moses was the leader of the previous generation that came out from Egypt. So that means they came out from, uh, they were born again, right? They crossed the Red Sea. Uh, some of you heard that teaching before, right? I shared before that the Red Sea represent the blood of Jesus, right? So they were all washed by the blood of Jesus. And then from there, they were supposed to go into the promised land and inherit everything. Right? So we know in Christ, we are all washed by the blood of Jesus, right? Our sins supposedly taken away. <laughs> and then we're coming to... Uh, Inherit all our blessings, okay, which not many are experiencing in reality. Okay, so now so Moses represented that generation that instead of going straight into uh, Canaan land, all right, they wandered for 40 years in the wilderness until they all died. So only their the new generation of Joshua Caleb. And uh, the rest, who were probably the you know forty years, is one generation. That means they give birth to the child. The child grew until forty years old. Okay, so this new generation was under a new leader called Joshua, who is actually Moses' assistant. So why the first generation under Moses didn't go into the promised land? Uh, because they disbelieve that they can conquer the giants and they never rest on, on, onto the Lord. So God uh, didn't allow them to enter because they don't believe they can, can, can inherit their inheritance. Okay, so why they don't believe? Because they see the giant bigger than them. What does that mean? That means they look at the world problem and do not rest upon God. <laughs> Very cute, our brother Robert. <laughs> okay, not wrong. Okay, but if you can pinpoint it, okay, you can see why they didn't believe. They saw the giants, right? And what uh, Robert Lowe said that you know they see the giants bigger than them. They see them as the, uh, uh, themselves as small, right? What, how, what, how, how do you see that in relation to hidden man of the heart or your spirit man? Today, you all have to think already. <laughs> not, not just blah, 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 blah. <laughs> what was so-called 
what is you know sometimes we 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 see oh it's so difficult right but why when we see things that way we say oh your covid 19 can you know uh, we might get the virus the the mind not renew ah so the problem is they were looking at things the through their five senses. Yeah. Right? Yes. So they were not hearing, listening to God's, what God is saying, because God is a spirit, right? Remember they say, Moses, you go to the mountain and listen to God. <laughs> and then we all just listen from you. And they were still in their group by their five senses and the kind of mind, all right, that tells them Egypt is better, <laughs> you know, and then there we got garlic, we got food. So they were in their five senses because they saw, right, they saw from where, not their spirit eyes, they saw from their physical eyes that there were giants in that land that God asked them to go and take over. God already tell them, I've given you the land, all right, but they cannot, even though they saw the miracles so it's not seeing just oh i saw someone get healed wow does that want to change your whole life no okay because you can see and then after that still the mind can say hmm, maybe maybe <laughs> coincidence or maybe after a while the whole mind all right can actually reason out the whole thing ah one one time maybe you know <laughs> because you're still very ruled by this mind of logic and the mind that is uh, based on the past, our belief system, what we say one plus one equals two, or even a miracle happened in, in before your eyes, you're just happy for a while. <laughs> and after that, you begin to have the doubts. But the worst part is they were still ruled by their senses. So they use their physical eyes to decide whether what God say is true or not. Hmm? So they saw the giants, so it cannot be, you know, and they look at themselves. I am so small. There's a big giant there. So they were in their five senses. Okay, so can you see why they cannot inherit the land? Because to inherit the land, they have to believe God, which is not seeing, which is not seeing uh, using our five senses because God is a spirit. <laughs> okay, God's word will never agree with our mind and our what we see in the five senses. Never, don't try to, to, to make it happen. It will never happen until you renew this mind. Okay, and when it's in alignment with God's word, then you will have the manifestation. Other than that, there is no half half. Okay, so it is all of God's word or the mind takes over the senses. Okay, it's the one that is ruling you. Okay, so that gen Moses led a generation that cannot go into the promised land. They went round and round. Okay, they didn't inherit what was meant for them. So Moses is dead. Okay, so that the, the leader, it also represents the past of our lives. It is all dead and gone. The old man is dead. All right, the old man represents what? Your five senses, right? Okay, uh, the old thinking. That old man is dead. Okay, only the spirit man, the spirit man, 
all right, that is fed with God's word, that is full of God's word, okay, of, uh, that you cannot see with your physical eyes, cannot hear with your, your physical ears, right, cannot uh, understand with the old mindset, right, can enter and take what belongs to you in Christ, okay, because that's what's all about. When you got born again, you entered another, you have the uh, access, you have access to the spiritual realm, to being the spirit that God created you to be the powerful one, all right, that overcome the five senses, telling you all the negative things and the carnal mind. So only this spirit man full of the life of Jesus and the righteousness of God and the power, the dynamics can go in and take our inheritance. Today, of course, our inheritance is more than the physical. It has the physical, material, financial, but it's much more than that. Okay, so that's where Moses is that the, the old man, the old past is also gone, right? That generation who relied on their five senses is dead. It's actually all of them dead, dead already, okay? Now, therefore, so to Joshua, he's going to lead a new generation of people, right? What generation was that? The new one, right? That didn't see those giants, <laughs> okay, with their physical eyes. Because only two, two went in. After that, Joshua sent in two spies, okay? And this new generation was able to just listen to the word of Joshua. And God told Joshua, arise. Joshua actually means uh, savior or a type of Jesus. Arise, go over this Jordan and, you know, go. Simple instruction, go. You and all these people to the land which I'm going to them, the children of Israel. Okay, so sometimes we say, go. Go and preach the gospel. Then we have a lot of things to say to God. <laughs> go, uh. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know how to preach the gospel. Uh. I'm very scared of people after they say no, how scared of rejection. I'm you know, not good enough. I'm not yet learned all the scriptures. Blah, 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 blah. Army, right? Uh, we're here, go. You just go. Go how? Go from what you hear. The commander say go. You just go trusting in the Lord. Okay? Open your mouth and just speak. The Holy Spirit will give you belief. Okay. Go over this Jordan and you and all these people to the land which I'm giving to them, the children of Israel. He actually gave this same thing to Moses before. So, so to, to the new generation leader, Joshua, that's what God said. Get up. Get up and go. So before they're going to conquer, uh, possess, all right, this uh, Canaan land or the promised land. The first thing is there's always instruction, <laughs> right? When you buy your rice cooker or whatever, your TV or whatever thing that you buy for your home, is there a manual? Okay, if it's very simple one, you already know how, then you don't look at the manual, right? But if it's very complicated, uh, like uh, maybe a new set of PA system or whatever, do you have to look at the manual? <laughs> Yes, right. Nobody buys something so complicated. And then after that, just throw away the manual. Okay. You need to look because the manual is the manufacturer's instructions on how to benefit and make, you know, get the full benefits and use of this uh, equipment. 
that you have bought. All right. So Jesus paid a price, a big price with his blood for us to have an inheritance. <laughs> okay. And he paid it. We didn't pay for it. He paid it. All right. Same as you would pay for whatever you bought for your, for your house, all right, to, to enjoy. So there are things that God wants us to enjoy on this earth. Okay. Pay, he paid for it already. Then he gave us the manufacturer's manual. <laughs> okay. Very simple one. Okay. No, no manual is so complicated. Yeah. Other makes it very simple but yet it's still number one number two number three right? even a simple instant noodle got some instruction right <laughs> you don't take the instant noodle and eat it right you have to follow some instructions put it in a bowl of water then put inside it simple manual but it's still a manual simple instructions okay for the first time you buy something in order to enjoy it to the full if you just eat it dry like that, you won't really enjoy it. It's meant to have to be ball softened. You know? Then you say, hey, why are uh, my Maggie Mee or instant noodle so hard one? Because you didn't look at the instruction. It says boil some water and put it inside. Okay, very simple, right? So God has a fantastic inheritance. Okay, blessing. All right, inheritance. Wow, you hear this word inheritance, it will help you think. Right? If I'm born under this rich man, <laughs> it's my father. I'm going to worry for the rest of my life, right? So it is about that. Yes, it's an inheritance in Christ. I mean, something great, something that you're going to enjoy, right? You're going to uh, have in this life. No more. <clears throat> so, but you need to read the manual properly. So you need to listen to instruction. Okay. So go through. Go. The instruction is go. Right and. What he says to the land, listen properly. So sometimes we never listen properly. Okay? The mothers will tell the children, can you, before you run away, can you listen properly? I want to, I'm telling you like this. <laughs> okay. Normally children will just say, I know, I know, I know, no. Then they run off already, right? And then in the end, they saw the whole thing spoiled already. <laughs> okay. So you have to listen. That's where we made mistakes. But thank God, of course, the grace of God allows us to make mistakes. So you remember Kathleen Kuhlman's story about the washing machine, right? So some of you heard the story. Okay, she learned that lesson when she was very young. You know that she never listened properly. I never followed the mother's instruction when she was small. The mother said, "Okay, don't do anything about the clothing that she wanted to help the mother because she was still young to put all the clothes in the washing machine." And the mother had to go somewhere to pray for someone. Right, so they don't touch anything. Wait until I come back, and then she. Very clever, right? <laughs> so I want to help mommy. So I put everything, all the clothing into the washing machine. <laughs> all right, being a young little girl, right? So if you, she just wanted to help, but she didn't listen carefully to the instruction. The mother said, don't touch anything. <laughs> okay. So by the time she come, the mother come back, she was waiting for the mom to come back and tell her that what oh, you know to, that thinking the mother would be very proud of her. You know, she done the washing for the mother already. The moment the mother come back, of course she was shocked, but she didn't scold her, you know. And then Catherine Kuhlman at that young age was wondering why the mother was shocked. The face already showing, although she didn't scold her at all. And then she realized. The colors, the, the, you know, you're supposed to put different colors in. All right, some the color was stained. So she made 
a lot of mistakes and one of the most uh, expensive clothes of the mom got shrink. <laughs> Have you ever put something inside the washing machine and then it's so valuable and then it shrank? <laughs> I also experienced before a long time ago. <laughs> it feel very sad one, no? <laughs> because there's your favorite clothing and then it's expensive and then you put it in. So it, it's about the mistake that she made in her life, you know, and yet there is the grace of God. So by not listening carefully and not following the mother's instructions. So very important, the Bible is God's manual, all right? A lot of instruction in Timothy, uh, Paul says uh, to, to him, all right? The word of God is for, all scripture is inspired by the Holy Spirit and it's good for righteousness, which is instruction, all right? Instruction, all right? So here, God was giving Joshua, the instruction for him to conquer the promised land, to inherit, not only he inherit, but to cause the people of God to inherit their inheritance, which he says are giving to them. So the first thing is, he told Joshua, I am giving to them. Okay, and remember, last week, if some of you were here, Rahab also heard about this, the prostitute, and she said, I heard that your God is, is, has already given you the land. But not yet, in the physical, not yet manifested. So the first thing is what? You must hear God's word. All right, God's word is number one, most important to inherit, all right, the instruction. So every place at the sole of your foot, it says every place, okay? What you tread upon, I have given you. I have given you. God already said, I have given to you or to Joshua and the children of Israel, even before they stepped into Canaan, the promised land. So even before you see the manifestation of the health or healing or the blessing, you, you must hear the word that God say, I have already blessed you. I have already healed you. Okay? <clears throat> As I said to Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, the land of Hittites, to the great sea, towards the going down of the sun shall be your territory. So we first need to hear God's word. What did God say? <laughs> that is our inheritance. Is it only in healing? Is it only in money? Is it only in uh, a certain area of our life? What? Every place. Some more describe this, the physical, but it, it resembles the spiritual and physical today, all right? Because in Ephesians, Paul says that in the spirit, we have already been blessed with every spiritual blessing. Same here, every place, okay? Every place that you set your foot upon, every place that you claim, <laughs> okay? So there is a part for us to do. Do you want that or not? If you don't set your foot there, you don't put your foot there, it's not yours, okay? So you have to take it. It's already given to you, but we still have to take it. It's just like now in the physical, I can't do it, right? If I will give, I pass to you a $100 bill. I say, okay, here, it's for you, but you don't take it. It's still not yours until you take out your hand and receive it and stick the thing for me. And then after that, also use it, right? Then it's yours. Okay, if you say thank you, thank you, thank you, but it's still in my hand. 
then it's still not yours. All right? So you have to walk over it. You have to claim it. That is yours, your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life as I was with Moses, so I'll be with you. I will not leave you, nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage, for to these people you will divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. See, God worked based on his promise. I swore to the, everything that he does is based on his covenant okay, with Abraham. He said, I swore, I swore to Abraham, right? He says that I will bless you and I will make you great. Okay, so your children will inherit, will be as the sand on the shore and the stars in the sky. So everything he did, even in Deuteronomy 8, 18, I give, I give you the power to make wealth. Why? Bubble <laughs> You all... Your turn will come again. Okay? <laughs> so not only Robert, let answer for you all. <laughs> Start with Robert Lowe first. Ah, huh? he's a very brave one. What was what is pass? <laughs> why why God give you the power to get to get well or to the Jews at that time when that verse was uh, the word was given. Hey. <laughs> Hello, anyone else? Deuteronomy 18. Ah, oh, now you have to click Google and find it. <laughs> the answer is there. Why? Okay, you can Google already, then answer. Better you all look for yourself, then I always tell you, right? <clears throat> Yes, John. <laughs> You're about to say something, right? The end of the verse. Uh, the verse uh, Deuteronomy 8, 18, right? Yes. Just remember. Uh, fuck, fuck. <laughs> yes. So this is a NIV one. It says, but remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth and so confirm his covenant, which he swore to your ancestor as it is today. Ah, so what is it? Why he give you the power to get well? Besides, yeah, you want to bless them. What was in his mind? His, his covenant. Yeah, his covenant. His covenant. He made a promise. So can you see all the promises today in the new covenant? Is what are yes and amen. You think God will not fulfill His promise when He said, "I will supply all your needs according to my riches in glory." When he says that I'll heal you by stripes, he will heal. Will he not? He do everything based on covenant. God is a God of covenant of his word. That's where we fail to understand this. So we don't believe. <laughs> Why we don't believe? Because we don't believe that God will fulfill that, will make that promise good. Yeah? And God is a God of covenant. Everything he do, that's why the Jews understand. Remember when David and Goliath, when he met Goliath, when he said, you uncircumcised Philistine. 
right? Because circumcised, circumcision belongs to the Israelites. They were separated people. They were a covenant people. How dare you defy the right that he was a covenant child? He don't have to be as big and gigantic as a as a Goliath. He's just a small little boy. Yeah, but he knew a God, his God of covenant. It means his God of promise. When God said, I'm with you, means I'm with you. Why are you going to talk to God and say, you know, I can do it. He says, I'm with you. I will go before I will help you. So God of covenant. We don't know. Fester. It is like you can hear if you cannot, you just do all this again. Uh -huh. Okay, you know, stone uh, rock God, although it's old covenant, but it's something that stays on. All right, um, just that JP gave an explanation for it from Greece perspective. But the Jews tied and you, they, they are the really the richest people on earth. Okay, so that is the 10% that so, sort of uh, it belongs to God. So to get us, I don't know whether this is, it is, it is uh, uh, what do you call this, um, can be explained that way, but JP explained it that way, right? So it is a curse. So you separate that 10%, which is the wood on the paper or what from the earth. So it's fine, you know, I have no qualms against that. But basically it's just God's way of blessing his people, all right? Both the Levites as well as the people, all right, for them to receive the open heaven. So from early days, the moment I receive <laughs> whatever income, it's not salary, uh, any any kind. It, actually, those days it was the in the in your in your uh what in the animals, right? <laughs> you have ten cows, you give one cow because at the time they don't use uh, uh money as an exchange, right? So anything that you receive, you just tie it, okay? You just uh the 10% that one cow or that 10% of your income or your blessing, even someone give you, all right, we also take 10% and for me it's like faster, faster, <laughs> you know, faster, faster, take out the 10% and give back to God. It is his, okay, no matter what, although JP's uh, revelation is that tithing is a, a weakness that Jesus is alive, which is good. All right, you have a, a, another revelation of grace to tithing where, you know, um, communion uh, uh, talk about his death. It's a revelation of Jesus' death. Tithing, all right, speaks a witness to that. He's alive because you're able to tithe means that Jesus is alive, right? Because if you believe that he's your source, he's the one who gave you that blessing. So just part with it. It belongs to God. <laughs> All right, and then after that, offer. So no need to ask God in that sense of how much to type <laughs> because it's already set in the Bible. The instruction manual is already there and the Jews followed it and they, they got blessed. Whether they did it out of law or grace, actually they are out of law, right? But it's God's instruction. They, were, they knew why 
they knew and believed God's covenant. <laughs> you see, Malachi 3.10 is inside there as a manual, as an instruction for God's covenant people. That one of the things they need to do is to type and offer. Okay, so they just follow, you know, that instruction manual as they live on this earth. And did God go, because they knew God as a covenant, when God said, and after you tithe and offer, prove me, I will open the windows of heaven, right, and pour out such blessing. They believe it. You ask the Jew, they believe or not? <laughs> they believe. They believe the Torah. They believe the word of God. They only didn't believe Jesus as Messiah, right? So God will deal with them on that part. But today, many Jews are already receiving Jesus. But when they follow the instruction manual, of their covenant of blessing, right? God did his part in opening the heavens and blessing them, right? In tremendous ways, right? Most of the richest people in this world are Jews, okay? And, you know, even the Muslim from Arab nation, right? From Ishmael, they also tithe, right? You all know that? Yeah, they have their tithing. <laughs> the Muslims, Okay, because they also receive, uh, they're from Abraham, but from Ishmael, right? So they also receive the Torah, receive all this. Okay, they tithe. They have got this zakah, something like that. Okay, because they believe their blessing come from their, uh, their Bible is called. Suddenly I forgot. Quran. Quran, yeah, yeah. The Quran, okay? So, but the Arabs are also very blessed, right? Because God promised Abraham that he will bless the line of Ishmael. And they also have the instruction manual. And part of it is tithing. Zakah, I think. Okay, so you see, they just follow. And because they believe they are God, whatever that God say, will do. But today, Christian sort of argue with God, right? <laughs> so when we stop all that, right, and we just follow certain things that, you know, are still there, okay, that are still relevant, right, then we just follow, right? But the offering part is where, why Paul don't talk about tithing? Because tithing is already there for the, for the Jews. You don't even need to talk about it. Okay, Jesus said, you Pharisees, you tithe. Yeah, they still tithe. Right, but he was talking to them about other matters are important as well, which is the matters of the heart, the love, and all that. So it says then he teaches about giving because giving comes from to be led by the Holy Spirit. So the part that belongs to God, we don't give tithes, okay? We sort of bring tithes. Some people use the word pay tithes, so it doesn't really matter, right? But it's just that uh, that belongs to God, okay? Then after that, then some people ask. Tied out of net of gross. <laughs> you heard of that? <laughs> okay. Oh, does that remember? Calculator? I don't use calculator to calculate with God. Right? After that, are the angels who so go and buy one calculator and then calculate back with <laughs> Okay. So I heard this long time ago when I was young. And I say, right? if you want to uh, tie out of gross, then God bless you out of gross. <laughs> you tie out of net, then God bless you out of net. <laughs> okay. So what you want, right? So we wonder at the max, whatever God wants, so don't calculate with him, right? <clears throat> then the giving is very powerful, okay? Because the giving is from the Holy Spirit, 
right? He will lead you joyfully. And that is your telling God, I am looking at you, you know? And you know how God is so happy, <laughs> is so pleased. Oh, June is no longer looking at the her old well. Right now, she's just asked me, how much? Okay, God, you are my source. Okay, I just give as you feel the peace in my heart. Say, oh, I love, because God responds to faith. Then you are giving in faith. And then you just pour out. Yeah, you just receive and receive and receive. This is God's system, okay? Okay, so anyway, uh, come back here. All right. So be strong and of good courage, right? That is for them physically, and also, of course, they have to be spiritually strong, right? To go into the promised land, because the promised land got a lot of giants. But why, why, if what is inside the promised land, later we will see, okay? Okay, so only be strong and very courageous. Courage is for what? To overcome fear, <laughs> right? The first generation, they were, because they were in root by their senses, what they see with their eyes and what their mind tell them, the carnal mind, all right? They were very afraid. They were afraid. They don't have what we call strength and courage. So you need strength and courage, this fullness, okay, to possess your inheritance, right? The courage, <laughs> as I said just now, right? The courage to pay tax, the courage to, to give the offering that Jesus said, uh, Holy Spirit prompted you. You need some courage, right? And you have to overcome the, the senses, okay? That tell you opposite, all right? So very courageous, very brave, okay? They, you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. So God's word, manual, or instructions for us to observe, look at it, and then do you don't look at it and then the, the, the instructions say put inside the hot boiling water and then you put your magnet into cold water. <laughs> you say, no lah, hot, cold also can lah. I think from the fridge and then I put the magnet inside or the, the instant noodle inside the cold water. Okay, you say observe carefully and then do accordingly. Okay, follow properly, all right? According to all that is written in the word of God because Right, whatever God says, surely will lead us to inherit. Okay, just like your manufacturer. If he give you wrong instruction, then you can bring back to the manufacturer. But you say, I followed instruction already, right? And then it didn't work. Then it's the manufacturer's fault. But God can never cannot make any mistake. Okay, so we just need to follow his instruction and you will prosper. This book of the law shall not. So this instruction is. The, the, the main instruction for Joshua himself and also for Joshua to tell his people go in how to possess the land, to possess the inheritance. This is the only main instruction. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then, so when you have done the first part, then... You, all right, Joshua, and you and your people will make your way prosperous. All right, it is not God help me, and then God rain down the <laughs> all that thing come, uh, whatever you want come down. Okay, there is something that we will cause our way to be prosperous, and the word prosperous 
it's not what we think in the world, right? We think prosperous is in Chinese New Year, big stomach, <laughs> or big bank account is prosperity, all right? Prosperity is actually, I didn't put it down in the Greek or in the Hebrew, it's just you are making progress, you are advancing, that is being prosperous. If you are not advancing, so like one year ago, you were here, and you were at this you know, at, at this uh, stage, and then today you're still the same stage, then you are not prospering, all right? Like a baby, all right? Uh, Samuel, one year ago is a baby, right? Now he's prospering, he has grown, you know, more baby is going to be one year old. So he's bigger, you know, more uh, muscles and everything. Is prospering, okay? There is advancement. So in the spirit, if last one year ago, right, you dare not even talk to a disease <laughs> or even a fever or a, 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 a headache and then not condemnation, right? But it's talking about growth because everyone is growing, right? And today you still dare not talk to a, a, a headache, okay? Then we have not grown yet in that area. Okay, so that is to challenge you that you can grow. <laughs> okay, you don't want to be the same place that you were one year ago. Even Samuel grew already. Okay, so, so it says that that is prospering and you will have good success. Again, this later you will see what is the meaning of good success. So we need to see how God defined things, all right, and not let the world define everything for us. Then we will be attacked by the world. Okay, so the word. Meditate, all right. That's where uh, Evelyn Go is there, right? Okay, so she was asking me about how to meditate. You know, is it listening to some songs or you know, go somewhere quiet and peaceful? Okay, so it's this is the word, the meaning of meditate. So the first one is this word of the, the book of the law. So today for us, it is the word of God, which is the new covenant word, all right? Always remember two things only, who God is and who are we in Christ. So we are the, the, the part, the, the three types of people in the Bible, the Jews, the Gentiles, and the new creation. Which one are you? Which one are you? Uh, new creation. Yes, new creation. So that means you need to find out all about the new creation. <laughs> Before the other two, of course, you've got time, you can learn you know, and read. But at least know who you are first. Okay? So find out about the new creation. So the new creation all right, is uh, about your new spirit man. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Right? Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, it's a new creation. All things have passed away. All things have, be have become new. So this understanding must be there first. This new creation, the past is already gone. So the first thing you know about this new creation is the new spirit man. You are born again from the spirit. Okay. And the second thing is that it has no past. It has a fresh start. It has a new, new life. The old has passed away. Okay. So if you still don't get that, it means you still don't know who you are as a new creation. Okay. Okay. Meditate on the word of God. That is the, the God's word, right? Meditate day and night, not uh, Sunday when you listen to Joseph Prince or you listen to Stephanie Moore, okay? Not only on weekends, every day, day and night, if you want to grow faster. <laughs> you can also do that once a week, but you will grow slower. And then after that, during the whole week, 
you are meditating on other things. So the negative things normally crowd, crowd out, push out whatever is from God because the, the, we are used to our five senses and the carnal mind. Okay, So we need to constantly, day and night, meditate on God's word and it must not come out from, it, it must always must always let it, uh, it come out from your mouth. <laughs> okay, not just meditation here. All right. Meditate is the word haga. Okay, haga in the Hebrew, it means mutter, utter, speak, imagine, groan, ponder, talk. So our what we learn of meditation or understand from the world from meditation, this is what God's word say, okay? God's manual say about meditation, God's way. Remember, we want God's way, okay? So his definition of meditation is a bit different from the world meditation meaning, all right? The world tells us what meditate is like a monk, all right? You go somewhere and then everything must be peaceful, quiet, then you you sort of don't think of things, all right? And then you, you go into a state where your mind doesn't have any thoughts. You empty your mind. That's demonic, okay? So you empty and then you start to meditate to actually receive the peace, okay, from your surrounding, the universe, they call it. Okay, this is not the meditation, <laughs> okay? According to God's word, all right? You don't even need a place quiet surrounding because our spirit man is so powerful right jesus it doesn't you know when there's a storm jesus still the storm not had to wait you know he was sleeping right so jesus don't have to wait until the uh, snowstorm then only he can think okay what to do <laughs> the peace comes from inside him he is the he is the prince of peace the one who has the peace inside him we have the peace inside our spirit man Okay, we don't need to wait for all the situation around us to be peaceful. Then only we can meditate, right? Because meditate is it just involves that's involved about a muttering. That means you can hear what you are speaking. So it involves two main things, all right? Because this is something you cannot do without <laughs> to go into the to possess your inheritance. Okay, number one, right, is the word right meditation. Okay, meditation involves one confession. I shouldn't have given this as first, right? <laughs> Some of you already heard this before. Maybe the next one I won't put up first. Okay, so confession, all right, in the Greek, it means it is homologio. All right, homologio basically means to say the same thing as. Remember just now, this word of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth. So don't think, don't, don't think of the word, the word of the Lord as in law, right? Just as in God's word, all right? The word of grace, right? For us, new creation. Okay, so we are to speak, right? You heard the word meditation. One part of it is speaking, is muttering, so you can hear. Homologial, speak the same thing as, as what? It's not there. <laughs> so I can ask questions. <laughs> Speak the same thing as what? Say the same thing. What? Same thing as what? When you say same thing, it must be 
same as something else, right? As the word, as the word, the word of God. Yes, say the same thing as the word of God. Why? Because all our mind is, our thoughts, carnal, and our five senses don't say the same thing as the word of God. Okay, because it, like the children of Israel, what they cannot even say the same thing. God said, "I've given you the land, and you can." I've given you the land. It means you will definitely take over. You will definitely defeat the Philistines, the giants. But they are not saying the same thing, right? The spies, twelve spies, except for Joshua and Caleb, they came back and they say what? They say opposite thing. <laughs> okay, they say we cannot learn. We are just like glass grasshoppers. So what are they saying? They are saying opposite to what God said. God said, "I give you the land." They say we cannot. Okay, so say the same thing. More and more, you're going to see spirit, soul, and body are all contrary. But how you're going to get it into alignment and inherit your inheritance? So first thing is to say the same thing. But we had to deal with this already. Uh, another thing against the word of God, for example. So you need to agree to admit to acknowledge. Okay, so the first thing is to confess. The confess. The word of God say the same thing. So if the word of God say you are healed, you're going to say that to yourself first. Okay, say I am healed. Okay, don't add in other things. <laughs> okay, which is the mind will say I'm not healed. The body say I have got this pain. I have got this lump. I've got this whatever. All right, in my body that. It's a sign of sickness. So the mind tells you, pain equals headache. Severe pain equals migraine. Now, you're going to say you're going to do meditation because this is what is going to help you inherit, right? In the manual, the, the your inheritance, okay, your blessing. So you're going to speak the same as God. So you take different uh, promises and you speak. The same as God, so you speak it out aloud. So uh, those days, the, the first batch, right? I taught you all read with your eyes and read a promise of God with your mouth, which is more powerful. Have you all done before? This little exercise: take a promise from God's word, just read with your eyes, keep your mouth shut, and with the same verse. Read with both your eyes and your mouth. Have you all done it? Anyone done before? Put up your hand. <laughs> if you've never done before, okay, then, okay, good. So if you have those have done before, which one has more impact? Speak, speak it out. Yes, read and speak it out, right? Because you hear and you hear, right? Faith comes by hearing, and hearing the word of God. So your spirit man need to hear. The first hearing you're just hearing through your physical ear. The spirit man still sleeping, <laughs> so you need to speak louder a bit to wake up the spirit man, <laughs> because the spirit man cannot come out right, blocked by the physical body and the mind. So speak louder so your spirit man can hear. Wake up and then hear, and that is your food as well as faith comes in to believe. So for it may take, depending on each person, it may take a long time or short time, depends. Okay, time as in how many days, how many months. If you, what you hear every day, 
okay if every day you only spend one minute <laughs> okay because okay let's say five minutes uh, to 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 speak and confess one word by his stripes and healed and then you spend how many hours are there in a day uh, 12 okay 24 uh, the, 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 the other 12 hours you're sleeping right so or eating <laughs> remember we had this uh, survey of uh, you know how many hours we actually spend right to cook and eat right a lot of time is spent on all those things that's why it's good to fast right that when a person who fasts will have more time to spend on meditating and the other one is praying fast okay so you only spend five minutes to speak to your spirit man <laughs> maybe even not able to wake the the, your spirit man up yet and then the rest of uh you know how many hours you spend newspaper <laughs> social media all right and then wow what your friends say uh, what your neighbors say uh, this and that uh, and what are they saying all they are saying and your office and your your relatives all saying die uh, <laughs> you know or oh, cancer you know die this sickness cannot this uh, COVID-19 another variant is coming out you all read that? Yeah, is it frightening you or not? Okay, let's say this third wave is, is more frightening than the first wave, blah, 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 blah. So what are you saying? Then you repeat it. You go and tell another person, wow, this one uh, is worse. Uh. The third wave is coming up. Uh, it's going to be worse, uh, right? So you're speaking which one? Only two minutes, maybe, you spoke uh, <laughs> by stripes and here, or Psalms 91, okay? And then the rest, how many hours and how many minutes we are speaking to the spirit man, to our mind, all the things that are contrary to the word of God. Which one you think your spirit man <laughs> will be strong or not? <laughs> Eat more. <laughs> Eat a little bit and then die already. <laughs> not die, like, you know, knock out. <laughs> because after that, wow, you feed yourself with all the things, the belief of the world. That actually crowd up, choke that spirit man. So then how is this spirit man going to be strong and courageous to take your inheritance, to overcome sickness, to overcome fear? Okay? Because you still continue to be controlled by your five senses and the mind. So it's very crucial that we feed this spirit man and that we keep on confessing God's word. Okay, so if people quote, I shared this before, Mark 11, 23, 24, right? If Jesus said, if you will speak to this mountain and, and tell it to be cast into the sea, it will do, it will, you know, be done. Provided you do not doubt in your heart. So the heart is where either received from the spirit or the soul area. So the what happened where the doubt is the spirit man not even strong enough to say anything right so if the first part is not speaking over the mountain the mountain of sickness the mountain of lack or fear or whatever that is right the challenge or the obstacle that is facing you it's not that because the spirit man got no strength <laughs> yet it's a baby all right so it has to believe first. You have to put in a new belief system into your heart and renew this mind at the same time. The word of God is a double-edged sword. All right? Both sides. 
can do, feed a spearman and renew this mind. But one minute a day, two minutes a day, or one minute a month or a week, it's not going to do much. <laughs> Maybe I just like uh, uh, playing what um, four digit, uh, <laughs> hoping to strike. <laughs> okay, I, I just listened to this message, Kennedy, you know, and then healing take place. It's not going to happen like that. Only, of course, but really, really the grace of God. Uh, certain certain cases right but this uh god would it would be much better if everyone built themselves the spirit man up all right rather than just hoping hoping you you strike a first first prize <laughs> in the in the what you call it four digit or, or lottery right so it's not like that it's not a lottery the world of god is not magic okay i need you know so god Sometimes he does answer us, right? So that's sometimes it happened that way, but it's not happening as an everyday thing. It's not the lifestyle of the new spirit man, okay? It's just like, it's not you one man only eat once, okay? You every day eat, okay? So confession, the first part is speaking the word of God. And of course, it's much better if it's personalized. So I've done that for quite a long, I think there are about 150 promises and all that, but even more for the new creation. So I extracted and make it easy for you all to do the part that I cannot do for you. <laughs> okay? I already done the part to personalize the scripture. All right? The promise. Actually, it's a promise. Remember? God has got a promise and covenant. So the part for you is just to eat it, take it, speak it, read it out aloud. Until when? I have no idea. Until the you your spirit man catch that revelation and then by his stretch and he'll become stronger, your become your main belief system rather than what you feel or what you uh used to think. Only panadol can or only painkiller can get rid of pain. That's what we have always been thinking. Why? And also we have applied it and it has worked. Alright? So you believe that. That belief has been there for how many years? Is it going to just go off? It's like actually a stronghold already. And God's word just come in one time. A mental extent that you're healed. All right? I think uh, there are many, many different ways of healing. Communion is one way. All right? Speaking it out loud over the mountain is one way. But I remember I told you, you cannot speak over. So a lot of Christians say this. I tried already, Pastor. <laughs> I got saved, you know. I tell the people to go. I tell them, uh, okay, there's no condemnation here, okay. It's just to help you see the spirit, soul, and body, okay. So, but it doesn't go. So, I don't do already. Oh, then the doctor tell you it. How many times the medicine, why you still do? <laughs> Sometimes never get healed also. <laughs> you still do it. Huh? Sometimes it doesn't make sense, right? We just, because we just believe that with all our heart. So much so, even if it doesn't work, we still do. Right? But God's word, you say one time we do, it doesn't work, we say, I don't work. Ah. You know, I prayed for someone, cancer, he died. Am I going to still pray for a person with cancer? Which one do I believe? Believe God's word. Okay? The, whether the person died or not died, I cannot fully understand. But I look at God's word, God says that, someone is sick, we pray for healing because that is God's will. Alright, so what not everyone is healed. I don't know, I'm just a vessel, I'm not the healer. 
you know, but I he do it with all my heart. I pray with all my heart, pray with all, you know, everything inside. The rest is up to God. So one time, two times, three times, I still pray. Ten times, one hundred times, you still pray. For healing, because you believe this is what God said. This is God's will. Okay. So remember, it's not easy for the spirit man to take over by just one time confessing the scripture. <laughs> And even worse, worse is like when we put the scripture nicely and then put it on the wall. This is the old covenant, right? <laughs> then they, they put it on the door front and everything. Where are we supposed to put the word now today? That is for, that, that for them, the Jews. Today where? In our heart, yes. In our spirit, thy word have I hidden in my heart that I will not sin against you, okay? right? Whatever it is. That word has to be in your heart, not on the wall. It's nice to have a word on the wall, but it's not going to do anything for you if that word is just on the wall and not in your heart. So when you speak the same thing as is feeding your spirit man and putting it into your heart, and it's like you eat, you're really eating the food. Imagine Robert Lowe cooks so nice, and then the children say, Very nice, oh, but they're not eating. <laughs> then they say, Thank you, daddy, and they walk off. It's the nutrition, the vitamins, and everything going to uh, you know, help them be strong. If they don't eat it, don't open their mouth and chew and swallow. Right, they just say nice. Or maybe they take picture, post in Facebook. Today, my daddy cooked this very nice, so very beautiful. Everybody say nice, but they didn't eat. Is it going to help them? <laughs> no, right? So it's the same. All right, the word of God, okay, is there. It's for us to eat, for us to put inside our spirit man to receive the nutrients, the vitamins, spiritual one, okay, that we will overcome the five senses limitation and get the vitamins and everything to build the strong muscles right, for our spirit that there will come a day that now what you believe that you know, God is your healer, Jesus has already healed you, will become stronger than the five senses. So when you feel the pain in your body, the first thing is by stripes I'm healed. It comes to you. Take some time, right? It just takes some time to build that muscle, right? For you to box, right, uh, Evelyn? <laughs> it's very fast, then eh? You take a lot of time, right, to go and mm, exercise, right? Before that, the, the arm got that, that muscle to box the your opponent. So we expect what? You just immediately tell the devil go, and then he go. Then say, hey, God's what didn't work. Ah. <laughs> no, you need to have that, fit that spirit until it's strong, right? And then you tell the devil go, he goes. Because he say what? Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. Who are you? You don't even know who you are. <laughs> All right? Then the devil knows you don't know. Actually, he's very scared of you, right? But he knows you don't know. Or you're very unsure. Okay? So don't let the devil with his lies kick you around anymore. Okay? You kick him, rather, kick him out of your life, of your family's life once and for all, right, by daily building the muscles, right, to box him, <laughs> okay, when he lies to you, the spiritual muscles, okay, so you can learn from uh, Evelyn's physical boxing, we do spiritual boxing, right, if you need a bodyguard in the, in the physical, you can call uh, 
Evelyn. Okay. So here, say the same thing as why I take so long because this is something we seldom do, right? <laughs> or don't like to do, right? Because the body is very lazy. <laughs> the eating part, your children, some parents have to, when they are small, right? Especially when you are new, born, all right? Or, or just a toddler. It's so hard to feed your child. They run around, you yeah? know? They run around. Have you ever run around with your child to feed them? Or maybe some are very quiet when I remember Nicholas <laughs> sit down and feed. Okay, if you got like that, I'm good. But there are a lot who are not like that, right? They want to play, right? They don't want to eat. Spiritual also say we want to play. Play is more fun, right? Eating is so boring. <laughs> Saying the same things are more, even more boring. Uh, right? So what is that? What this talk come from? Very boring. Uh, you know, comes from the, the mind that's stopping you, your spirit man from getting the food that it needs to be strong. That's the lie, okay? Saying the same thing is not boring. It is God's word. <laughs> it's God's instruction manual. That's why you must know for what are you doing this? You got saved just to go to heaven or you got saved to inherit, to be asked to inherit. So you must know why, okay? Why are you feeding yourself? So you cannot explain to children why, right? They don't think one. So you just chuck the food inside their mouth. But you all are adults here. I cannot chuck the food, you know, the, the, the spiritual food into your mouth. You have to decide, right? That I want to grow. I want to inherit my inheritance. And not only I want to inherit, you want others to inherit also your brothers and sisters in the Lord, okay? To also inherit their promises so that they don't have to die of cancer so that you know they have their own faith as well right they understand the love of god and they have provision right where pastor Kara began to put his trust in the lord all right the lord manifested and provided for him for every one of us he will do the same okay but the eating part see he also pastor Kara also you know, I, I, I marvel at him in the beginning when he joined us. He cannot understand anything, right? So we haven't set up properly who to do the translation for him. Yeah, he still sat down here. He sat under the anointing. All right? He, under the presence of God. Okay? And then he continued and continued until we, we set up something where uh, Evelyn, you know, put it in the in the WhatsApp and uh, Catherine helped to uh, this one, okay, because they are faster. <laughs> Not because Robert and Joan want to do, okay, we know that they are very, very faithful and, you know, really love the, to, uh, the, the, the ministry. But in this area, we let the, the faster ones do that. Otherwise, <laughs> they're slow. Okay, never mind. So, all right, so Pastor Pirat sat down until a time came where you can understand whether it was now possible for him to understand more, right? The sermon, the messages, the, the word that built up his spirit man, okay? To receive all the blessings of God. It's, it's just you, you know? It's just about you. You want to eat or you don't want to eat, okay? And God will do his part when you decide to build your spirit man. So it's not that you do it, all right? Because you want 
to be an effective witness for Jesus. Inherit as well as cause others to inherit. The other part is visual meditation, all right, involves confession. Okay, so tell your body, subdue it, discipline your body, the lazy body, okay, your five senses. Say, I want to eat God's word. Okay, so take that time, right? Those ministers or people of God who move powerfully, right, in uh, the ministry, the gifts and all that, they have to operate by the spirit, right? Operate by the spirit means the spirit man take control, not the mind, not the senses. They spend hours meditating, confessing, all right? For myself, I was working, all right, in my 20s, all right? In the early days, of course, when I was born again at the Brethren Church, I was given the Bible. I just read. Lah. I don't know anything about meditation. I was only 12 years old. No idea what's meditation, but I, God gave me the hunger to read. So I read the Bible all the time, through one time, two times. So just read. Don't really understand because not baptized in the Holy Spirit, but just, just knowing Jesus, that's all I have. Then later on, right, filled with the Spirit, I still didn't know what is meditation confession. After hearing, after the been baptized, there was a fire, there was a greater passion, all right, to uh, know the word. So the word began to jump up, you know, but I still don't really know meditation and confession until a bit later when I heard uh, Pastor Peter Tan, all right, this pastor in Malaysia that has, uh, was well known in the 1990s, uh, 1980s, I think. some of you are not born yet, right? where he was very famous for having a service, a pastor's going church in Malaysia at that time, and he had a service of five hours. Uh, people would just stay there, <laughs> okay? Five hours, all right? But he moved powerfully in the preaching of the word. It was such an anointing, and also in the gifts, he's charismatic coming from a Baptist background. How? That's where I learned meditation and confession. He taught about the spirit man. He's the one that God gave him the vision right, of his spirit man. And it was so thin, although he was a minister already. And then he asked God, how do I build this spirit, my spirit man? Why so thin one? Then <laughs> says, the, the way to build your spirit man is through meditation, confession, visualization, and praying in tongues. So his, but because he was a full-time pastor, right? Uh, he was able to spend many hours, I think 16 hours, if I'm not mistaken, on meditation, confession, and another 12 hours ago. It's like his whole day and night. It's just confessing, meditating, visualizing <clears throat> the word of God, personalize it. And I learned that's where I learned from him. So I don't have that time, not full-time pastor. I was working, all right, same like every one of you, all right, uh, six, six o'clock wake up, go to work until you know, eight o'clock start, until five o'clock come back and then doing the ministry. But I put whatever time I have, lunchtime, all right, morning, night, any time that I have into doing this, weekends, okay, whatever time. So time is very precious. Everyone have the same number of time. It's just what you put into what you think is important. If you think 
building your spirit man is important, you will put your time into it. Okay, so it is time to feed yourself. Is it important or not feeding your physical man? Very important, right? So we won't miss the three meals, right? <laughs> we wait for you know your daddy to cook, right? Your your mommy to, to, to buy the food. So we already set, even the world set it for us. Very important. It's called what? Lunch time. <laughs> so your boss had to give you your lunch time. Why? Because if you don't feed your physical man, you got no energy to work. So, it's not effective, it's not going to benefit your employer if you've got no strength. One. <laughs> As you do, is it, you cannot take it because you don't have lunch time. You didn't eat the physical food. And through our whole life, your mommy, daddy already stressed, eat, eat, eat. You need food to grow. Feed milk from baby. And then after that, solid food, whatever, physical food. So, your priority is always breakfast, lunch, dinner. Well, you may skip, but you, you won't skip at least two meals. Lah. Correct? Why? Because in this brain, has already been put inside. <gasps> physical food is very important. Physical food is very important. My lunch time is very important. My dinner time, don't disturb me. <laughs> okay? So, breakfast time, don't disturb me. Must eat. That is so strong in us. So, because we don't realize the hidden man of the heart. So, cannot see. Ma. <laughs> so, close it. No need to eat. Don't worry. You don't even know that you have a, 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 a spirit man. Cannot see. So, we take care of our mind. We take care of our body. We put this time as, as what? Must eat one. That's why it's called lunch time. Anyone of you miss lunch time? No, no right? When you're working also, your boss, hey, Boss, it's lunchtime. <laughs> you dare to tell your boss, no. It's lunchtime. Then the boss will say, oh, okay, okay, okay. Go, 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 go. Because it's under the law. You must give your employees the lunchtime. If not, they go to labor law, right? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Unless they willingly use up their lunchtime to work. But even then, they're working still put something in their mouth, right? Why? Because physically, they're so sense-ruled. By our five senses, the body hungry, must eat, not eat, will die. Okay, so you are all ruled by five senses and the common mind, so strong. Okay, then suddenly you heard about spirit man. I need to eat. Uh. Okay, that's why we are so weak, right? That's why in the spirit, we just cannot do anything. Okay, so what we call no faith, never mind. Uh. Cannot be never mind, it's very crucial. Okay, but of course, if you don't have that desire to inherit or to uh you know cause others to inherit and conquer and live the victorious Christian life, especially Pastor Pera is a is a pastor, okay. But even you're not pastor, you don't have that no need that name to be that name for you to build your spirit man, the name pastor. Pastor is just a shepherd, everyone are shepherds. Right? We cannot be like uh, useless in this world. God has something for everyone to do after born again. Right? Always remember, if not God will just let you die and make go heaven. Why God still let you live for a purpose? To be a blessing, just same like Abraham. Okay, so I hope I have, I will, I will always keep on talking about this, right? Never stop. <laughs> because we are so ruled by senses. So, to get you out of the, the 
the dependence on your five senses, all right, and realize how important is the building of your spirit man. Because what if, although, you know, if rather, you know, people say what prevention is better than cure. It's not prevent. It's that you are strong enough. You have immune system, right? So your body, you fit a lot to build your immune system so that when the virus comes, it doesn't affect you. What about a spirit man immune system? <laughs> spirit man immune system is so weak, right? So why not build up the spirit man immune system? Okay, that you're not no more scared of whatever is happening in the natural realm. You are walking in the spirit realm as Jesus is. You are seeing things the way Jesus sees, the way God sees. And remember, it's always contrary. And the only way to come to that place is to feed your spirit man. All right, through meditation, confession, day and night. These people, Joshua and the children of Israel, is the army, a new generation who are army people, are going to conquer the land. Okay, they cannot afford to be fearful or weak at any point. The enemy will kill them, right? So either he die or you die. Okay, but of course, you won't die. Lah. They're in Christ, right? But why let him defeat us when we can build an immune system and we can be healthy instead of just trying to be healed? We can have divine health. It belongs to us. Divine health. Which one better? Health or or wait for the sickness and then be healed. Of course, sometimes the devil throws certain things at you. So the second part of uh, visual of uh, meditation is while you are meditating or speaking or confessing the word, you also use another part of your brain called the uh, imagination part, all right, to visualize what you are speaking. So the word imagination is Hebrew. In Hebrew, means yetzer. Okay, it's the word yet, sir, which means to form, all right? To form, to 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 uh, like an architect, all right? To to or to uh, to to make something, to form something. Okay, so in your imagination, so those of you who are artists, all right, your right brain, more of right brain, you you always form picture before it is goes onto the canvas, right? It has to be in your imagination first. You already see, ah, oh, this is a a picture of a fountain. And you see the water flowing, and you see the the, uh, the the trees at the side, and the sun, and then the stream. Right? Yesterday's picture is it still in your mind? It's still in my mind. Okay, so a picture is even very more powerful, right? You may forget all the words if you are not very on the left side, your brain. Then you can still remember the pictures. Can you? Right? So that picture is inside your imagination. It's caught. That's why you take pictures, photograph, photography, all that. Okay, so it's stick inside your imagination, the part of you that God created. That is called the Yetzer. It's very, very powerful. In the Old Testament, Genesis, right? The first beginning of creation. The Lord smelled a sweet favor and the Lord said to us, in his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite anymore every living thing as I have done. So this imagination can create. That's how God created this earth, the universe, you and me. We already imagined first. We are made in the image of God. So he formed a picture inside his 
part of him called the imagination, right? Which is part of your spirit man. Okay, so after that, you just need to speak it out, isn't it? Let there be light. So already formed inside his imagination. So this is how uh, Paul talked about uh, David, okay, or Abraham, calling things which were not as though they were, but they already existed where? In the imagination. So you have to form it first, all right? Then you speak it out. Speak out what the picture that you see or for artists, you paint it out, okay? But this is about uh, building the spirit man. So you need to speak it out. You speak out what the picture that you already formed, okay? So the mind, all right? So we have this, the meaning uh, in Greek, it's the word, how do you pronounce it? Dianonia, dianonia, okay? Dianonia in Greek, okay? It is means the mind, all right? As a faculty of understanding, so that's why if you don't, if we don't understand, it, it will mean nothing to you. Feeling or desiring, all right, a way of thinking, um, imagination. So it also includes the imagination. So your mind has thoughts and have ability to imagine to form pictures. That's why Ephesians and a few other scriptures, I won't bring that plenty, right? This is where uh, y'all were supposed to, uh, to speak this up and pray this prayer, <laughs> Paul's prayer, right? Every day of your life for this, uh, according to for New Creation Church Singapore, this is uh, Pastor Prince's uh, first day vision, right? To pray this prayer. How many of you are still praying this? No need to answer Okay, but okay, so you see what we do with God's word one time only. <laughs> After that, we just let it go. No, it's supposed to be every day. This was the prayer also Pastor Peter Tan taught us to pray. You know, and I prayed this every day of my life from 20 years old upwards, onwards when I first found it every day. Okay, every day think why I can talk God's word like that. Of course, it's the power of the Holy Spirit, it's the grace of God, right? But if you don't put anything inside, anything can come out. Rubbish in, rubbish out. <laughs> right? Garbage in, garbage out, right? So, you put garbage in, garbage come out. You put God's word in, God's words come out after it becomes real to you. And it will become real to you, right? If you constantly put it in. Okay, there's no such thing as you every day meditate and then you never grow. It's like you every day eat your physical food and then you never grow something wrong somewhere, right? Your, your baby eat, feed, mommy feed, milk, mommy feed, all the food. And then the baby is every day, uh, how many grams, uh, grams, kilograms, right? Never grow one, very scary, right? So it will not happen if you really keep on doing this, all right? Meditating, confessing the word of God every day, day and night. Not one day and then the next day you feel garbage inside, then you'll be garbage out, right? So it will erase everything because the spirit may only take a little bit. So this prayer, of course, the whole prayer, I just put in a little bit where Paul prays for the church. So I keep repeating this, right? The church is the new creation in Christ. The church has an inheritance, has power, okay? The church is the body of Christ, you and me. The problem with the church is not 
that they are weak, but because they don't know or have a revelation of who they are in Christ, their spiritual eyes closed, spirit man sleeping. Okay, so the only thing for them, the church to rise, arise, get up and go and possess your inheritance is to have the eyes of their understanding, which is the word imagination here. Being enlightened, the mind that put light inside that they may know what is the hope of your calling, what are the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the unbelievers, in the saints, in the saints, in the believers, it's in you. Your that the glory, the riches is inside you, but inside hidden, <laughs> hidden man of God. So cannot see it. You only see, oh yeah, no money. Huh? Oh yeah, you know, die, uh, sickness, uh, all right, or fear, uh, everything. So that's what you see, okay? So pray this prayer. If you need to pray, pray this prayer. Two prayers only actually, right? Personalize really. Lord God of my Father, Lord Jesus, may you open the eyes of my understanding that I may know. Open the eyes. You think God will not do it if you pray every day this prayer instead of praying, Lord, heal me. Lord bless me. You are blessed. That's what Paul is saying. Don't pray. God bless me. Pray. I am blessed. Pray. God open my eyes to see what belongs to me. The first thing that for the children of Israel or the new generation under Joshua to go into the promised land and possess the inheritance and defeat the giants is they must know God has already given them the land. So, when we ask God to open the eyes, is God open my eyes to, to see that I already have this. I already have healing. I'm already healed past tense. I already have these blessings. They belong to me. I'm just calling it to rain down, to come down to manifestation. When these eyes are open, you, 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 first you need to know what you already have. This is what Christians don't believe or don't have. Okay? They don't believe, so they don't have actually in the spirit, you already have. You already have the courage. You already have the love, the agape, the unconditional love. You already have the blessings. If you don't have the blessings, that's why you are fearful. If you don't know that you are God's son and daughter, you are so fearful of the situation around. If you know you don't have God's word that tells you, he will take care of you. He's your source and supply. And you believe that. Then you believe Something else. Okay. And you that were sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked words, yet have been reconciled. This is the word dynonia. All right. So in our mind, remember spirit, soul, and body. Spirit, soul, you have a spirit. All right. You have your conscience and your gut. And this is a part that you can communicate with God, connect with God, hear God, and talk to God and fellowship with God. Okay. What is your soul? What happened to everyone? A lot of people no more. Real mind emotion. Real mind emotions. Okay. What's your will?
Ruffalo <laughs> help. Uh, free choice. Yeah, you part of you that choose. Yeah, you can choose. You can choose today to sit in this session or not to sit in this session. Not by force, right? I didn't put a gun behind you like Ruth. <laughs> you chose to come in. Okay, so that is your free choice. So everyone has given a free choice. Okay, so that's your will. You choose whether you want to eat or not eat. Also, you can choose because I am not there to force you. Okay, and uh, some if, if the children are small, we have to force them, right? But this is big children <laughs> in the physical, so you cannot force. Okay, if you parents, you force that your children when they are small. Okay, when they go to a certain age, you cannot force them anymore, right? So the mind, the mind. The soul, the will, the mind, the emotion. What's, what's inside this mind? The mind that can think. Thoughts. Yeah, thoughts. Okay? Yeah, can think because the mind thinks, right? Also, the part of it also can imagine, right? can visualize. So you're given that mind for you to think and visualize, right? So thoughts are inside this mind. A lot of thoughts. Uh, these are the thoughts that are hindering and stopping you from having the thoughts of God if they have not been renewed, right? When God in the Old Testament said in Isaiah 55, it says that my thoughts are not your thoughts. The thoughts will lead to you to follow the way. Okay, you follow according to your thoughts, right? Your thoughts say, this is the direction <laughs> your feet will go according to what your thoughts tell you, right? So same, if your thoughts tell you only Panadol can heal pain, then you will go in that direction to go and take the Panadol. Again, I'm not against medicine, okay, whatever it is, guys. Okay, but just to build your spirit man. So whatever you think, you will follow, the action will follow whatever you think, including the emotion as well. Okay, so this is the part that we battle with, all right? This mind, the thoughts, and the emotions. Okay, you will be a very... Uh, okay, imaginations are always tied to the mind. They can be thoughts or strongly fixed opinions, right? So that's why we have people, sometimes you could be very strongly fixed in your opinion. You believe this means this. You cannot see any other way. I believe that there is nothing free in this world. And there's nothing free in this world. Nobody can change your mind because you have experiences to so-called prove it. Okay, everything got ulterior motive one. If the person, the salesman said free, it must be such a trick. <laughs> so it's already a fixed opinion stuck there already. There's no such thing as free in this world. Sure got something one, you know, that uh, if before they give out the 50 ringgit, there must be something you have to do. This is something we learn from this world, right? But sometimes it's very hard to believe salvation, right? Because people say, what? So easy only, ah. <laughs> just say, Jesus, I accept you as Lord and Savior. Nothing for me to do. There must be a catch. You want me to go to your church, right? <laughs> or you want more people so can pay tithes? Huh? Oh, so we think, because why? It comes from this strongly fixed opinion that nothing comes free in this world. So we cannot accept, you know, it's that a person really sincerely, actually, you know, a believer or child of God really wants you to get saved. And Jesus already paid it. So salvation is free in that sense for you. Someone paid for it. You cannot, very hard because 
who would pay this kind of price? Who would die for you? Doesn't make sense, right? So we have a strong opinion from we collected from this world when we were young. And this strong opinion stopped us from receiving the grace of God, the love of Jesus in a way that doesn't make sense. Okay, here, this one always go by logic and sense to what we have already uh, believed when we were young. Oh, okay, so it's the strong, those thoughts and strongly fixed opinions that are stopping you from inheriting because everything that God has for us is free. Hey, that's why it's called freedom. <laughs> freedom, okay? Where the devil put you into bondage, Jesus set you free. Okay? The mind cannot accept, right? So that's why we need to meditate. Okay, so example, all right? Uh, for evening God is still here, right? Okay, example. How to put this meditation and confession into practical example. So I pick up one verse that I've already uh, personalized. Okay, surely, which is from Isaiah 53.5. Surely, Lord Jesus, it's a bit, bit longer. You have borne my griefs, all right, which actually means, because depending on certain translations, so not all translations are fully accurate. Uh, so this uh, grief, it means your sicknesses, my pains, okay? Weaknesses and distresses can carry my sorrows or pains or punishment and for you were stricken, smitten, afflicted by God as if with leprosy. I think this is amplified. But you were wounded for my transgressions. You were bruised for my guilt and iniquities. The chastisement, the need to obtain peace and well-being for me was upon you with the stripes that wounded you. I was and healed and am healed and made whole. I was and am past and present and made whole. So it takes some time, right, to eat this word. <laughs> Why not just do the other one? Also can, by stripes I'm healed. But you can understand or not. If you cannot understand, then go for the longer one because you need to understand what you are speaking, all right? So if you say by stripes I'm healed, become a, a, you know, just a script you don't really know what it means, then don't use that one, okay? Break it up to understand. So one time read, can understand not? Very hard, this don't make sense, okay? Because the way we see sickness is from the world side, from our five senses, okay? So now you're going to say, Jesus, you took my sickness. It still haven't got inside you yet, all right? So take some time. So. Whereas you speak it out, you do not yet understand. But use your mind, all right, your imagination part, okay, to visualize, to imagine. So if you have, let's say, you cannot walk or, you know, your, your, your knee pain or whatever. So what you are speaking now this, now you imagine you are walking. You imagine that part that was, uh, you know, cannot work one or the pain gone. You cannot you know, study today. You cannot go to work. You know, some, I told you one time, it's really ridiculous, right? It was, I had a church member, right? Said, he, he said he was sick, fever or flu. And then I said, okay, uh, let me pray for you. Then you know what he told me? <laughs> Two years before. I don't know, no, pastor, don't pray for me. I said, why? Because I want MC. 
you choose that what you want you know you see the the mind that is so so small you know that just wants the a little uh, uh, one day of leave instead of an inheritance of health and healing <laughs> you choose right that's where you have a will you choose you want mc <laughs> then don't pray for healing and you miss out on what god has for us I'd rather be a star who never take MC than one who every time take MC. You think that is it's a good uh, testimony? After, after I was I'm beginning, when I didn't know how to uh, you know, receive divine healing, when I first started to work in the legal firm, yeah, I, I took a lot of MC because I was really sick. You know, there was too much stress every day in the legal firm. So I had headache, I had flu, everything. So every day go to, once a week, we go to the company doctor. But the company doctor is very strict. So they are favor the company, right? So they don't give you MC unless you've got fever. So my, for me, very seldom I got fever. I just got flu and headache. So he gave me medicine and said, go back to work. <laughs> okay, so cannot get MC. But anyway, there are times when I, took, I got MC because I was very sick. Later on, when I, understood, you know, and I have the revelation and begin to confess and confess and confess and visualize the word of God, my health improved a lot. And I hardly take MC. If you are an employer, would you employ a staff who every day MC <laughs> or every week <laughs> or one who is very strong, you know, never take MC. So under labor law, you are given many days of MC. Is it better you don't use it? You say, I have wasted lah. If you have the wrong mindset, you see, the thinking of this mind rather than the word of God is ruling in you. Rather than having, wow, I prefer to be well, you know, and a good testimony also in your office, in your working place. Wow, this stuff, huh? I take MC one. Isn't that a better testimony than this stuff who's a Christian talk about Jesus and then every week take MC? Which one you choose that's your will the freedom of choice okay if you choose to have the better one all right the eternal one the spiritual realm of health and a great testimony so they will ask you right your your, your colleagues and all hey, why you don't take mc one ah? isn't that an opportunity for you to share about jesus next time you talk about jesus can you then they say can heal man? You every week also MC. Now testimony that. All right. So this is again not condemnation. This is okay. If it's your past, then choose with your will. I don't want to have this as my testimony, you know. And then even when I was an employer, and I don't need to, you know, have MC. I, it was so the, the health was so much in me. I was hardly sick. You know, so I told you there was a time when I wanted to die when I went through another period of life. I said, why is it so hard to die? Because I'm very hard to get sick. Ah. <laughs> the God's immune system put inside me already for the years of confession and meditation. You know, it was, I wanted to fall sick was so very difficult. I was thinking how to get sick. Ah. And I remember the, the, the movie, right? Where you want to get fever, you... After bathe, <laughs> you don't like clothes. You let the fan blow on. You sure can get sick one. <laughs> Thinking maybe that's the only way I can get sick because how sad I am, how miserable I still cannot get sick. Right? It was the divine health of God inside my physical body. And at that time, I was probably 30, 40, 40 years old. Okay, so you choose what you want. You just want a day of rest. 
as opposed to divine health and a great testimony and opportunity for you to shine in your working place. Right? So don't be but like my last time I got one this member. Don't pray for me, don't pray for me. I don't want, I want MC. I cannot forget it. I was at the door of the church, you know, I can still remember because it really shocked me that somebody would choose, you know, not to have uh, healing rather and choose to have, you know, to, to, to have MC, choose to be sick. I, I, I just my I just cannot uh, cannot comprehend this. So if it, it was like maybe thirty years ago incident, I can still remember the exact spot at the door there of our church premise, and he was at the door, and I told him I know his name. I said, you know, let you you are sick, right? Let me pray for you. To be, no, no, I don't want. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Okay, so don't settle for something for just one day of you want that rest or whatever, and then you miss out on your inheritance of divine health, okay, and healing. Okay, so you, you begin to imagine as you confess the word of God. It's about healing. You imagine yourself running. Ah, Evelyn, imagine yourself boxing again, you know. If let's say for one day, the, the devil throw you with some uh, uh, weakness or lie and all that. So you start imagining that part that cannot use, the part that has pain, all right, as you confess this word. Okay, so if you confess on healing, uh, on, on a provision, then you imagine what? Imagine, wow, whatever you want, right? There's plenty, okay, of, uh, of good food. There's plenty of uh, finances. And of course, without having that, that part where if you have finances, only you can be secure, right? That's where yesterday's message come in. God is your source, not your boss, not your employer, not your business, not anything. He is your source, all right? But you begin to imagine enough at least, all right? Imagine God as your supply. So your imagination part is very important. Imagine if you have never witnessed to anyone and then you, you confess the word, okay, uh, the, the wise, the, the, the one who wins soul is a wise person. Why not you confess on yourself? I'm a wise person, I win souls and you never win any soul before. So imagine, okay, yourself talking to uh, your colleague, all right? Uh, even those not yet cooked one or half cooked or full cooked, because Evelyn is the one who taught me this one <laughs> about the cooked one. You know, God bring the already cooked one to her. So it doesn't matter, okay? Imagine cook and not cook, all right? And then they are coming around you and imagine yourself talking, right? speaking, sharing the gospel to people and leading them to love. They have to start from here, form the picture first inside your mind that align together with the word of God. Right? Imagine yourself uh, moving in the spirit, okay? giving out word of knowledge. Okay? Not only a few people, okay? you yourself also receiving the word, speaking out. Just form the picture in your mind, stepping out from the boat into the water. So you begin to imagine, thank, as you thank God, as you confess the word, use that part of your imagination to form the pictures. Imagine people coming to know Jesus. Imagine people healed getting whole, all right? So that is first for you also, okay? So this part is for you to eat first and then believe, right? Okay, good success is not as the world defines success, all right? Success is wisdom. It's being prudent, wisely understand, all right? You will have wisdom. When a person has wisdom, you have everything else in life because wisdom is the principal thing, right? Jesus said what? 
1 Corinthians 1, verse 30. Jesus is made unto us wisdom. So you want wisdom? See what Jesus do and do what he do. Listen to his words, what he say. Can you understand what he say? Apply, do. All right, words of wisdom, read more Proverbs. Okay, so yeah, opening Bible reader, very happy, right? Really, all, all opening Bible already. Wow, because the Bible is God's manual, it's His life for us, right? You're eating now heavenly food, then only you can live heavenly life. The heavenly life is depend on what food you eat, right? In the, in the physical, you are what you eat. So, same in your spirit, your spirit is what you eat. Okay, so if you eat, from heaven, you will walk as Jesus walked as he is, so am I on this earth. Okay, so what you eat is very important. So success is the wisdom, right? It's wisely understand, right? And it will come with everything else, will manifest when you are wise. You cannot be wise until you have Jesus, look at his word, what he say, right? Do what he do, say what he say, think how he think. That is wisdom. And practical one, also got Proverbs. There's a lot there. <laughs> You'll be a very wise person if you every day at least look at one Proverbs, one chapter or one verse in Proverbs. About 40,000 prepared for war across, cross over before the Lord for battle to the plains of Jericho. So the first city, but who are those who can go and possess Jericho and the promised land? Those who are prepared for war. So it's not, yeah, I, you think that, uh, that, yeah, the devil is defeated, but you think he will just let you just take everything <laughs> without trying to do, you know, to stop it? Of course, you know, he's not going to sit there. So you will make sure that once on, on and off, you put some lies inside your head. And the only immune system that you have, defense, as well, you have to put the whole armor on. Right? It's you when you know the truth. If you don't know the truth, you believe it's lie. His lie says, don't, don't pray in tongues. Very, very stressful. <laughs> Waste time. Okay? Don't even know what you're talking, right? So, yeah, that's a lie. Okay? So you need to know the truth. The more you pray in tongues, you, your spirit man, your whole body is being energized and blessed. So you have to be prepared. The 40,000, they will prepared for war. You are not scared of the devil, but we are not unaware of his tactic. All right? The training of the army in the physical is for what? Because got enemy, right? <laughs> you got no enemy, you need the army for what? <laughs> the enemy wants to kill, so you need a strong army, all right? Strong both with the mind, every part, so that you can defeat the enemy. So here we have a defeated foe, but he's still around until Jesus comes, second coming. And he's still trying to stop the children of God or the, the people of God, all right, the new creation, from taking their inheritance. So they must be prepared mentally, spiritually. The new generation who, remember, always remember that the first generation cannot get in. To possess the land because they were sense root people. They used their physical eyes to conclude everything and they didn't believe the word of God. Right? Because the, what they see overrode what God speaks. 
or what God said. The second generation were people who follow Joshua, all right? And they, Joshua was a man of the spirit. Remember, Caleb had a different spirit somewhere in the Bible, okay? Caleb and Joshua got different spirit than the rest of the spies. In their heart, they believe what God said. And you can only believe what God said through your spirit man. So this new group, which is all of you now, okay? Amen? <laughs> this generation, all right, of uh, people from Beauty for Ashes. Okay, I'm not saying the others don't have, okay? Whenever I say here, it doesn't mean other people don't have. Okay, all to God. Let God bless them. 40,000 prepared for war. They cross over. Let's cross over, okay? Now, the gates of Jericho were tightly shut because the people were afraid of the Israelites. See? Actually, the people, the enemy is very scared of you. Today, is the, is the, we're not fighting flesh and blood, right? So, it is the devil. The devil is very scared. The devil is very scared. Roof suddenly, boom, <laughs> you know, becomes so powerful. They start, start to, to speak, start to evangelize, start to, you know, uh, no more, start to overcome fear or guilt and inferiority, shame, all that. No more already. Then, start to become bold. He's very scared. He said, you wish that, you know, the roof never come in here, never learn about spirit man, never, you know, just here and then go back home and sleep. Right? But today, no, ah, she here, she apply. Ah. <laughs> Very dangerous, right? Because the uh, first Joshua 1.8 is what? When you don't let this word come up, uh, depart from your mouth, that means you must always speak it out, then you observe to do. Okay, you may do all that part already and then you don't put it into practice. Nothing will happen also. Okay, but when you put the word of God into practice, you apply it in your life, all right, then that is where the devil has to run because then you're going to say, get out of my life. Sickness, get out of my life. Poverty, get out of my life. Let, get out, all right? And this fear, get out. I'm going to preach the gospel. I'm going to share with the next person I see. I will tell them about how wonderful Jesus is. All right, so they're already scared. Now the devil is actually shivering. <laughs> okay, imagine that. Why not imagine that? Why you imagine the devil so big and and uh, you know so powerful like a giant? He is actually shaking the leg. You know, want to fall, want to run already, because this uh God's army get rising up. But the Lord said to Joshua, "I have again." You see, God had to remind. That's so why I had to remind. So so you don't say I jump here. No choice. <laughs> I have to repeat. Okay, says. But the Lord said to Joshua, I have given you Jericho, its king and all its strong warriors. God keep reminding us and God has to remind Joshua, I have given you, not I will give you. I have given you, I have given you, I have given you. You have been blessed, you have been healed. You are rich, you are not poor. It is already done in the spirit man. Okay, you already receive all these blessings in the spirit man. You are joined as with Christ. Where? Spirit. Okay, your newborn again spirit. That's the life of Jesus there. That's the righteousness of God there. You receive righteousness. You receive holiness. You receive wisdom. You receive redemption. You receive the new life inside your spirit. Now, work out your salvation. That means now, let it come out happen okay so first thing you have it already 
you already have, not trying to have. You are already a saint. You are not trying to be a saint. That's why Christianity is not about trying to be a good Christian. You have been made holy. You have been made righteous in the spirit. Okay. You and your fighting men should march around the town once a day for six days. So this is how they are going to. So Jericho is a city. It has a wall, big wall surrounding it okay so that no one can come in so how to get into this jericho the wall they have to break the wall right but this is god's way right god's way to enter your inheritance i'm going to show you you and your fighting men should march around the town this is god's uh, manual right this instruction does not make sense to the logical mind okay <laughs> You and your fighting men should march around the town once a day for six days. So imagine six days, all of us have to march around which town? <laughs> Seven priests will walk ahead of the ark, each carrying a ram's horn. On the seventh day, you are to march around the town seven times. So it was all together to be done in seven days. Same like God, right? created this of seven days with the priest blowing the horns okay can you imagine when you hear the priest give one long blast on the ram's horn have all the people shout as loud as they can so strategy okay then this is the plan then the walls of the town will collapse and the people can charge straight into the town this strategy is from where Okay, God from where? Heaven, right? Up there. Okay, now, if you are a soldier <laughs> with your five senses and what you have learned from this earth, can this thing work? Uh? <laughs> Doesn't make sense, right? How can you, the walls of a town collapse by us just walking round and round and then after that, blow the horn and then shout and then the wall, the, the, the wall come down. Do you think even those are these people who are the army, right, under the second generation of Joshua, do you think in their mind, okay, remember your spiritual and body, this is God's way, God's instruction. Do you think in their mind it makes sense? If you were one of the people there, of course no, we can one shot, uh, the, the wall collapse, right? it doesn't make sense to the five senses. And to the carnal mind that says you have to use either the ammunition, the bomb or what to bomb the, the, the wall, right? Some physical need to fight against physical. I had a dream, I think, yesterday. And because before I preached that message, I asked God to give me a dream. And I had a dream. Although I cannot remember the whole thing, but I wake up and then say, use spiritual way to solve spiritual thing. I said, okay. Ready to understand, but that was God answering me. All right, that I wanted Him to give me a dream. That spiritual is very, very important. Every every problem in life that sounds like physical, you know, on this earth, we will use a physical way to solve it. But God said, use the spiritual way. That means His way. So Joshua called together the priests and said, "Take up the ark of the Lord's covenant." So that is the presence of God, right? The, the, the Ark of the Covenant. And assign seven priests. 
So the priests first to walk in front of it, each one carrying a ram horn. So there were seven priests, number of perfect and the rest. Then he gave orders to the people, march around the town and the armed men will lead the way in front of the ark of the Lord. So you have the, arm, the army of God. So they have their spears, their whatever, you know, their shield and everything, their arm. They will be in front and they will also be at the back. And they were in front of the ark of the Lord. Then after Joshua spoke to the people, the seven priests with the ram's horn started marching because earlier they already said, I skipped a few scripture. I think last week I mentioned the people say, whatever you say, Joshua, we will do as we had heeded Moses. So they started marching in the presence of the Lord, blowing the horns as they marched. And the ark of the Lord's covenant followed behind them. Some of the armed men marched in front of the priest with the horns, some behind the ark, with the priest continually blowing the horns. Do not shout, do not even talk, Joshua commanded. Not a single word from any of you until I tell you to shout. Then shout. Then, so the ark of the Lord was carried around the town once that day, and then ev everyone returned to spend the night in the camp. Je Joshua got up early the next morning, and the priest again carried the ark of the Lord. Okay. So this uh, picture will help you to visualize if you have not already visualized just now. Okay, so this is something that is a big uh, wall, right? So it's probably something like that. Right? And then you have the armed men walking in front of the priest with a ram horn, seven, and then the Ark of the Covenant, and then you have another arm, a group of armies, all right, walking uh, behind. Then the seven priests with the arm horn march in front of the ark of the Lord, blowing their horns. So they were supposed to blow their horns. Remember, they were not supposed to talk. Again, the armed men march in front of the priests with the horns and behind the ark uh, of the Lord. All this time, the priests were blowing their horns. On the second day, they again march around the town once and returned to the camp. They followed the pattern for how many days? Six days. <laughs> Six days. <laughs> Can or not, y'all do six days, don't talk. <laughs> ah, evening and ah, evening. <laughs> okay. Can you imagine these six days, they're doing the same thing, not allowed to talk, okay, but just go around the city, go around the, the, the fortress. Why are they not allowed to talk? What do you think? Say the wrong thing, spoil ah, Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, Cheng Lan. Say the wrong thing because they will straight away say what? Cannot lah. <laughs> Won't work one lah. Okay, we walk around and around and then you say that the wall will drop, you know, will collapse and then we can go in. Cannot, cannot. So in their mind will be cannot, cannot. So they cannot talk. Why? Because when they talk, you speak, that will happen, right? Because God's word is like that. The word is in your mouth, death and life, right? Whatever you say, you believe some more. You say it out, it will happen unless you don't believe that. Okay, so every time you say, I will die, I will die, I will die, should die. Or <laughs> okay, then they say, cannot, cannot, cannot. Sure cannot, right? So six days, one day also very hard with you, right? Second day, do the same thing. Third day, do the same thing. It's like also the number of men, right? Six. The, the human human nature okay now it's going to be overcome by the spirit on the seventh day god's will. seven days is going to happen the miracle is going to happen okay and uh, the, the wall is going to collapse 
this way, according to what God said, <clears throat> not according to what they think. All right. So, what happened? On the seventh day, the Israelites got up at dawn. You know, this thing come to me. You may think, but the devil cannot read your mind. As long as you don't speak it up. The problem is we always speak it up. So. <laughs> okay. so you just do according to what you say. <laughs> right? You say, I sure die one. Now. Then it, okay. Sometimes the thoughts you haven't released, really, you know, just new thoughts come in. It's just like a, 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 a bird. Let it fly away. Right? It's not settled. Don't let it settle because you use the truth to chuck away that negative talk or that lie okay so for them they had to six days all right and the seventh day they begin to uh, get up at dawn march the town and this time they went around the time seven times the seventh time round the priest sounded the long blast on their horns okay so they begin to blow on their horn then joshua commanded the people so the rest who were there right and said shout shout why for the Lord has given you the town. Again, you see, they already, I think by the sixth day, they have managed to control their mind already. Yeah. <laughs> Six days, you know, all right, you have to, to, to get, to, to, to stop this mind and the mouth from speaking nonsense, all right, or against the will of God. So on the seventh day, they, they shout for a reason. They shout because God has given you the town. So which means what? They had to do according to what God's word say, even though they don't see the manifestation yet. All right? They're doing it because they believe what God told Joshua to tell them. This is God's directive. This is God's instruction. It doesn't fit into our logic, right? But we are going to do it. Remember, he gave us the garment of praise for the beauty of for the spirit of heaviness. Yeah, praise, shout. Why? Why? Why Evelyn is dancing and shouting and praising God and leading us in worship? Right? Because we have already, God has already won. We have already got the inheritance. We already got our eternal life. We already got all the blessings. So you are celebrating. It's like worship, uh, praise is about celebration. You celebrate first. So they shout because they unknowingly they are celebrating. They're giving the glory to God because God has given them the city. And Jericho and everything, according to God's word, that is what it will happen. Jericho and everything in it must be completely destroyed as an offering to the Lord. You know why? Why is it an offering to the Lord? Because in that city, got a lot of things. Only Rahab the prostitute and the others in the house will be spared for she protected our spies. So that was the promise. Do not take any of the things set apart for destruction or you yourselves will be completely destroyed and you will bring trouble on the camp of Israel. So one of the instructions is that when they go into the Canaan land, right, when they take what? The gold, the silver and all the, you know, the valuables there, right, they are not to take it for themselves. It is all to be an offering unto the Lord, okay? So that's why there's later on another story of Achan. 
So everything made from silver, gold, bronze, iron is sacred to the Lord and must be brought into his treasury. Okay, so they are, they are understand their mind is already set. Whatever they get in the promised land actually belongs to God. Whatever we have, we have been blessed with in our job, in our income, in yeah, it's all God's grace and it's all provided by God. Actually, in the new covenant, 100% is God. He saved us. Everything that we have, we didn't give you the, the health and the power and the ability, the intelligence, the wisdom to make money, to make wealth. Would we, would we be able to have this wealth or, or, or you know, uh, blessing? It's all from him. And he only asked for that, or he only said only 10%. 90%. If you bless, when you get less and less, you know, you, some people even type 20%, right? Because everything belongs to him. You can really have that picture. Everything belongs to him. As it says, this everything belongs to him. When the people heard the sound of the ram's horn, they shouted as loud as they could. Suddenly, the walls of Jericho collapsed and the Israelites charged straight into the town. Remember what was their goal? Okay, For this wall to come down because this wall was between them and all the gold, the silver and everything that belonged to the Lord. So whatever God gives us, actually it's for Him. It's for His, for the, for his uh, spreading of the gospel. But he blessed it, he shared with us. <laughs> Put it this way. God is so generous, he wants us to enjoy, right? But everything is from him. This whole earth, your life and my life, given by who? By God, right? He gave us life. If not, he saved us. We will, we will die and go to hell. Our whole life belongs to him, okay? Right? So everything we have, if you say your life belongs to him, that means whatever you have belongs to him, right? He doesn't say, my life belongs to you, but my money belongs to me. <laughs> it don't make sense, right? Your life includes your money, includes your children, includes your everything. Then you can say, Lord, my life belongs to you because you gave it to me in the first place, right? So in the Jewish people, they have this mindset. They really understand, okay, that everything, because they were taught, right, that everything belongs to God. And they, were never, they never had lack mentality because God was their God, right? <clears throat> So everything, the silver and the gold already was to be put into God's treasury, right? And then they shouted, and suddenly, see, suddenly the walls of Jericho collapsed and the Israelites charged straight into the town and captured it. What a strange strategy, right? That makes no sense to the carnal mind or human reason, but God did it for them broke the wall for them to get into the treasure, to do to the, uh, the valuable things from the uh, Canaan land, the promises, all right? Things to enjoy. Okay, so let me show you this. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not like this, never mind, <laughs> because I don't have time to, to put it out properly. Okay. Anyway, the picture is. Uh, yeah, so for, for people doing slides and all that, so yeah, I know I give my, um, I, I couldn't, I didn't have time to, to go through this because when there are pictures, it's a little bit difficult to communicate how I want the pictures to be put up, all right? Uh, so those who are doing the slides, uh, try to let me know when it's done, okay? And then when there are pictures, 
I, I will need to have a look at the pictures part, okay, because uh, of how I want to present it. And then Evelyn is very good, of course, she quickly, um, and thank you, thank you, Catherine, and all that for doing it. But sometimes, because I, I don't know how to do the point, the, the, what the slide, so I put it into notes and I couldn't pick, put the pictures according to exactly how I want it to be presented. And then sometimes it's too short a time. Uh, for, especially for Sunday one, right, to amend it. So what, what I wanted to do is, um, okay, so the horn uh, is supposed, anyway, the, this is the ram horn, okay, something like a shofar, right, and then this is how the priest, they blow the horn, so it's supposed to be next to it. Then you have today, in the modern day, you have the trumpet, Okay, so the, the picture of this guy blowing the trumpet is supposed to be uh, below the picture of the one, the ram horn and the horn. I think one day I'll learn how to do slides <laughs> easier. <laughs> okay, when I have a laptop, then I will do it. Like it's only when the pictures are there, it's a bit hard. Okay, so why I want to put it that way, right? Because the horn, that's what they use, right? In the ram horn for, to blow. Uh, to for the for that for the to, uh, conquering Jericho, so the, the the man blowing, and then you have today. But today we don't have ram horn already, right? We have the new version, which is the trumpet. And today, of course, the Jesus when rapture come, it will be a trumpet first, right? The blowing of a trumpet. Now, that's where I ask the Lord, the Holy Spirit. I don't. How is this going to apply to uh, us today, all right? This strategy of God for uh, breaking down the wall of Jericho. So it says, trumpet is a wind instrument, okay? The trumpet. The trumpet is a brass wind musical instrument sounded by lip vibration. So you saw the picture against a cup, a cup mouthpiece. So you saw how they blow, right? It's not a... Uh, tambourine or there are so many other uh, musical instruments, right? Why the trumpet, all right? Why the ram horn, okay? <clears throat> so it's a, because it's wind instrument, you have to blow into it. The technical distinction between trumpet and horn is that one third of the tube length of a trumpet is conical, conical, and two thirds is cylindrical while the horns tube them. Now my devil has just a different shape. So in a way, the trumpet is very similar to the horn, okay? so. What? The trumpet or the ram's horn need wind. Okay? If not, then the sound cannot come out. Correct? It's a wind instrument. So someone has to blow into the trumpet. Then only there is a sound that comes out. Today, what is that? Those who read the see the size, so they cannot answer. <laughs> Yes, yes, Robert Moore. <laughs> Spirit of God. Ah, and? And when you blow it, then the action sound come out. So when we don't speak it out, then there's no action. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Okay, uh, uh, okay first, first part, correct? Okay, uh, second part, I won't say wrong, but it's a bit funny. Okay, so... <laughs> The spirit of God, right? The wind. The wind always resembles 
the spirit of God. So it is, remember what God said? Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Today, the conquest to get the inheritance is by his Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 2, verse 1 to 2. On the day of Pentecost, on the day Pentecost was being fulfilled, all the disciples were gathered in one place. Suddenly, remember the suddenly just now also? I love suddenly. Eh? They heard the sound of a violent blast of wind rushing into the house from out of where? The heavenly realm. The roar of the wind was so overpowering, it was all anyone could bear. Can you see? The Holy Spirit is going to do all these things for us, right? That's why Jesus said we need, the, the disciples were full of fear, right? After Jesus died, and then they were so supposed to gather together. And how did the Holy Spirit come? Everything in the Old Covenant or the Old Testament point to the new. Always point to Jesus or the Holy Spirit. Okay, So this one, I believe, was pointing to the Holy Spirit. Okay, The work of bringing down the wall was not the natural way of uh, putting a uh, what they call it, um, explosive or natural explosive to blow up the wall or using their own might and strength. It was by the Spirit. First is the presence of God. And they blow the horn, the wind, all right? They had to blow the horn, the, the ram's horn, all the way. And it produced the sound, the sound of victory. I believe it called down all the, who broke down the wall? I believe it's the warring angels. <laughs> Remember the, in the time of, uh, who is that? Uh, Elijah? Right? The, when Elijah op got op uh, asked to open the Elisha, open the eyes of a servant, then he saw all the chariots. So there were invisible people in the invisible realm, the heavenly realm that broke down that wall when they do the act of the Holy Spirit, God's Spirit working on their behalf. The conquest of Jericho, breaking down the wall, was not human effort nor according to the senses or the carnal mind. It was God who did it for them, all right? But they just had to follow that, uh, that thing, all right? The, the strategy to show us God is the one who did it. There's no doubt about it, right? They cannot say we did it because they did this funny act, all right? Of just walking around, blowing the horn and then shout. Okay? In the natural, it's not possible. So God do that for us, the inheritance, all right, it's through the Holy Spirit to break that wall. Okay, but what is that wall? And then the Holy Spirit came on Pentecost like a rushing wind. You cannot see the wind, but you can feel it, right? And it was like a sound. You can hear, you can also hear wind, right? right? The, the stronger it is. It was very powerful. That's why you had tornado, hurricane, and all that. The Holy Spirit is not destructive, right? But what happened is then they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak with other tongues, right? So in Joshua's case, on the seventh day, which is always the day of rest, <laughs> we rest from our efforts. It is God who do it for us, right? But doesn't mean we have nothing to do. 
Okay, so our part, pray in tongues. So speak, and the Holy Spirit come upon you. Don't say very late, Edira. <laughs> no, tomorrow I pray in tongues. Huh? Okay, speak in tongues in the midst of the situation. But I'll tell you exactly what this is. They began to speak other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Right, so the sound and they shout the tongues again, the new uh, sound from heaven is very powerful. It comes from your spirit man, from the Holy Spirit. Okay, and he will, Ephesians 3, okay, that he will grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened where? With might through his spirit in the inner man. Okay, this is the second prayer, all right, that Paul prays for the church, for the new creation that God will grant you according to his riches in glory to be strengthened, where? Strength, huh? with might. Might, this word might is the uh, Greek word for dunamis, right? which is in Acts chapter 1. When the Holy Spirit come upon you, you shall receive power. It's the same one, it's dunamis. That means miraculous power through his spirit in the, where? In your inner man. That's why this inner man need to be built and receive the power, the dynamic power. This spirit man need to speak God's word over situation, over circumstances, and over one very important thing, over that wall that stops you from entering into your, possessing your inheritance. That is a wall of Jericho in everyone. Can guess or not? What's that? Okay, might dynamics. Think about it, huh? So you see, after this, when I share, ah, you say that's what I say. I think so. That Jericho, that the wall of Jericho. Where is it inside everyone? Dynamics. Okay, ability, strength, power for inner man. Okay, for your spirit man, inherent power, power residing in the thing by virtue of its nature. All right, <clears throat> uh, which a person or thing exert and put forth power for performing miracles. All right, doing the things that. Logic cannot do. The power and influence which belong to riches and wealth, power and resources arising from numbers, power consisting, resting upon armies, forces, and hosts. This is the dynamic power that we receive in the spirit from the Holy Spirit. A force, miraculous power, ability, abundance, okay, might, miracle, wonderful works. Violence, so powerful that it can break the, uh, the wall of Jericho. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. That you, again, this is part of the prayer, being rooted and grounded in love. See, Paul didn't say, come, I pray for you. Say, God, open your eyes, okay, so that you may know this. One of the things that you need to know, all right, is Christ will dwell in your hearts through faith. Many of us want Christ to dwell in our heart through manifestation. Manifest first. <laughs> Manifest first. Let me feel the healing first. Then I will say that I'm healed by faith. Okay? That you be rooted and grounded in what? Love. So important to know that God loves you. Okay? That unconditional love. That you don't have to be afraid of anyone in this world. Don't have to be afraid of what people say about you. That you have made mistakes. That you are a failure. You know, and you have to prove yourself to be success to them. No, you're not accountable to any man on this earth or woman. You're only to live your life to 
for your Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay, in love, He loves you. He loves you no matter what you do wrong, no matter what mistake you are, you have made in your life. He still loves you. Love means acceptance. He still accept you. He still got the calling for you. He still will use you. He still will, you know, uh, cause you to 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 save others and bring others. He still loves you. That is the meaning, right? He will never reject you. May be able to comprehend or disappoint you, right? He may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width, the length, the depth, the height. To know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, is complete. That you may fill with all the fullness of God. See, Paul says that when God opened, when we pray this prayer and ask God to open our spiritual eyes and know what's the hope of our calling, what are the riches of our inheritance in Christ in the saints, according to the power that worketh in us, to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge. Why? So that you can be filled with the fullness of God, not only a little bit of God. God is so big, God is so good, God is so great. He gives us. Not just healing, he gave us divine health. He gives us, he gave us not just money, he gave us wealth. <laughs> Where we don't have any stress of or feeling of lack. Like Jesus, he walked around as if as if he owned the whole world. And he does. He owns the whole world. You walk around based on how much is in your bank account. <laughs> or you walk around not saying proud, okay? But knowing that your God, your Abba, your daddy is the one who is your father who will take care of you. The fullness, no more fear of man, no more fear of what people think of us, no more shame, no more inferiority, no more condemnation, no more guilt. This is the fullness of God. That is the righteousness of God. That which is deposited in your spirit is now going to come out in the way you live this life, in the way you walk. Okay, now to him that people will look at you and say, hey, this is Wendy. She's a daughter of God, man. <laughs> Look at her. She go around not scared one. <laughs> See? Huh. Now, to him, is able to do. That is, this is what we, 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 we confess, right? Or for our dreams to come true, right? Where does it come from? Look at the context, right? When we receive the power, the dynamics in our spirit, and we know the love of God, okay? We are rooted and grounded in that love and the power of the Holy Spirit in us, in the inner man. Now, to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ever ask or think according to the power that works in us. So there is somewhere in our three-part being that we think or ask. So why we are not thinking and asking what belongs to us. So when we have the inner man built up, we'll be able to ask and think the way God thinks, that everything belongs to him, that he's the source of our supply, he's our help, he's our healing, he's our source. Then only we can think those dreams that we have. So it's whatever you think or whatever you dream, if you ask according to his will, then it will be given you according to the power that works in you. But there's not much power inside there. <laughs> so they cannot bring up okay, whatever is belong to us. The inside the city of Jericho, okay, there is a wall that separates the people, the, the, the army of God from accessing 
those valuables, the gold, the silver, and everything that actually belongs to God. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, that means flesh-minded, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Okay? The weapons of our warfare. So remember, there's an enemy, right? So when Joshua, they, they have a promised land, there are giants inside there. Okay? So they have to go in and conquer the land, that means defeat the enemy. So the enemy is defeated, but that is, is now a liar. Defeated as in by Jesus, uh, today the devil. So but then why do we need to have weapons? Because of the strongholds. Where? What is a stronghold? A stronghold is like a fortress. A fortress, a castle. So you saw that one just now, right? The wall of Jericho is like a fortress to protect for the, you know, all the, behind that wall are all the goodies. But there is a wall there. There's a fortress there. And Paul talks about it for us. How is it relevant to us today in the spirit, soul, and body? That fortress is a, is a, is a stronghold of all these arguments, reasoning, by which endeavor to fortify. So anything on which one relies of the arguments and reasonings, remember the strong opinion, all right, that is against, against God, against the way God thinks, there is a fortress that is blocking, okay, that is in the mind and defend against its opponent. Fortify. So God, uh, Paul calls it stronghold. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Well, what does God say in his word? He is a generous God. But our the stronghold in our mind is, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't think God can bless or God want to bless me like that. You know? So that is a stronghold. And I don't think God can supply me. All right, my, my job can, my employer can, but God cannot. Okay, so there's a stronghold in the mind. It's like a fortress. God wants to bless, but you cannot get in because this mind or the spirit, not yet fit with the word of God, even worse, right? Then cannot get out. All right, all the blessings that God wants uh, to have and his way of doing it. Yeah, grace, yes, he will provide you. You'll never lack. But the abundance come from what? The tithing and the offering, right? They say, cannot this way? It's just like the, just now the Jericho people, <laughs> the army, don't make sense. Ah. Why God need my money? Ah? So all the wrong thinking. Why God need my money? But it says go right around the wall, right? Six days, don't talk. <laughs> don't use our reasoning. Okay, this is the spiritual realm. Okay, and God put it, this is his strategy, all right, that the, the blessing will come and abundance, whatever you reap, whatever you sow, you will reap, the more you will reap more, the multiplication, open heaven, all that, it comes from Malachi 3.10, okay, so this exactly like the people in Jericho, uh, just now they were conquering Jericho, it does not make sense, you have to work very, very hard. I'm not saying you don't work, right? But it is not about working very, very hard also. Okay, God has just given you that principle to follow. 
and they do it, the Holy Spirit come and do it. It's God pouring out the blessings from heaven, not by our own reason, okay? So the argument that the strong, uh, you know, the, the, the part in the stronghold inside us, the thought, that belief, that doesn't jive, that doesn't, cannot accept this way that God moved, is, is that part, the fortress between the, the children of Israel to possess their inheritance and the city of Jericho, that wall. Bring the thought to captivity to the obedience of Christ, casting down strongholds. Oh, it's the last one, right? So, okay, I think it's the last one. <laughs> Very simple, right? You have the spirit, the soul, and the body. The spirit deposited all the wonders, all the inheritance, which is supposed to manifest. But there's a fortress there in this mind, that, that the thoughts, this mind, that stop the blessings from coming in. Finish. <laughs> So why spirit, soul, and body understanding is so important? So important because all the blessings is stopped because of this mind and the five senses. And once you follow the instruction of Joshua 1 chapter 8, first God's word to renew this mind, to get rid of these strongholds, all right, to bring it down. And it's by what? By Meditating by the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues. Simple. God's word, meditation day and night, okay, of who God is and how good he is, his ways, his strategies, not ours. And then depending on the Holy Spirit, without Holy Spirit cannot, okay? Holy Spirit is the one who will do the, the work. All right, so you say in the name of Jesus. I cast down all these thoughts. All right? And then you trust the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one who's doing it. He is the, is the one building the power, right? Without the Holy Spirit, you cannot speak in tongues. Okay? So when you have the Holy Spirit, you start to speak in tongues. And in tongues, you speak mysteries, things that the devil cannot understand. Uh, so that's why the wall has to come down. And you replace, right, this mind, all the old thoughts, the fortress, with God's word. So these three things. God's word first. You, you cannot believe God's word. You don't even know what does God say about a situation. Okay? Don't go from mental ascent. The fortress is stopping you. So, easy or not? <laughs> it's easy, right? Super easy, right? Because people go round and round it, but not easy, you know? For you, Evelyn is very honest, right? She said, cannot, I cannot. Uh, she is the one of the, the, I mean, the people she was saying, cannot, I want to talk, I want to talk. <laughs> cannot, uh, then you cannot enter in. <laughs> okay, okay, no, right? <laughs> so, this is God training us, right? To put, to discipline our mind and the five senses. Put your body under subjection, rule over it, break down the wall, right? True, she has the power of the Holy Spirit, right, Evelyn? Okay, the power of the Holy Spirit to bring, bring that fortress, that stronghold. So when God shows you what is a stronghold, first, you, in order to identify a lie, you need to know the truth. 
Okay, so the truth is from the word of God. So when you look at the word of God, hey, am I really believing this? Okay, that's why you meditate. Okay, think about it, ponder. Don't just okay, amen, pastor, <laughs> and then go back. Don't even know what you amen to. That's what I've been doing. We've been doing for years. I don't speak this based on what you all behave. Okay, I speak this based on my experience of how many years of life as a Christian. Okay, we do that all the time. Okay, but when the understanding comes in, right, and the strongholds, all the thoughts are removed, the truth comes in, you'll be set free. You will live a life of, you know, happy, whether like Paul said, whether I have a lot, I'm happy, whether I have little, I'm happy. This is the life that the world don't have. <laughs> so that is the difference between believer and non-believer. So if your life is the same as unbeliever, then just ask Holy Spirit, why are uh? <laughs> Why the unbeliever worried? I also worried. Huh? Can, can you settle for it? I cannot. Uh. <laughs> you want to settle for that? The outside worried. And then I also worried. The, which family am I coming from? All right. Whose daddy, uh, the, whose child am I? Same. Uh. So not to condemn yourself, but to find out, is there a difference as a child of God? Then we have to read his manual. Uh. Because we manufactured from above, right? We are created from heaven. So God gave us the heavenly manual. And that is by meditating, confessing, and that will give you the faith to believe. And then be filled with the Holy Spirit every day. All right? And let the Holy Spirit do the work. When we speak his word, let the word not, you know, make sure it always come out from your mouth. First for your own self, then later over situations, and then speak in tongues. You know, it's exactly, it's just like things you already know. Yeah, but it's understanding why, you know, why we do all these things. Things we know, but we don't do. Isn't it? I'm sure you all heard about speaking in tongues. All of you baptized in the spirit. All of you know what is meditation, confession. All of you have a Bible, right? Whoever don't have Bible, go buy. <laughs> Okay, and then or download the app. But all these things we know, we know where here. Okay, but we don't do. Okay, so sometimes that's where we lose out. We inherit sometimes a little bit. The part that we do, we act upon, ah, you 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 experience the blessing. But most of it we don't act on, right? Then observe so that you may observe to do according to that which is written in it. Okay, the part where you put your faith into action because. Yes, there's a part that says faith without works is dead. This doesn't mean that you have to work for your salvation. Right? This means that, okay, I have faith, but I'm not putting it into action. It doesn't, doesn't do anything. Okay? So when you apply it, imagine what, what you all will be doing. You will be possessing your inheritance. When these strongholds, all right, the wall of Jericho is all inside our mind. Like a fortress, so strong, maybe stronger than physical Jericho somehow. <laughs> physical Jericho, at least you put a bomb can break. Some people's minds and beliefs are so strong, <laughs> cannot break on. It's like, that's why sometimes we, not to say old people are good, right? So, you know, it's so hard to, to talk to a 
person who is older in age because they have built a stronghold through many years already. You know, one brick after another brick after another brick and brick wall built until so strong. You know, who are you to teach me? I eat more rice than you eat. So, <laughs> so, so hard to tell them, you know, that Jesus loves you. Also, very hard. Where God Jesus love me? Look at my situation. Oh, you know, so now we can understand, right? So don't let this uh, renew this mind. Tear down all the strongholds with the truth, and then you go possess the land for yourself. Okay, let God's word reign in your life, in your spirit. Renew your mind, so no longer be look at uh, the five senses and you know decide everything by the five senses. Not doesn't mean that you won't make mistake or make wrong decision. As long as you are having good success, means what you are growing, you are progressing. <laughs> okay, transforming from glory to glory. You don't have to be there yet. Right? There will be in heaven already, all of us. Okay, so but as long as you are moving towards heaven, okay, towards the. Uh, life of the spirit right walking in the spirit you are making progress you are prospering you are having good success all right you're growing more and more into the, 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 the spirit powerful spirit that god created you every one of you amen to conquer more and more every territory that you play you decide right with the will you want or not <laughs> so good. Don't say I want MC. <laughs> okay. Okay. Don't say I want MC. Okay. Put into change that, that wrong mindset. Oh, why work? Uh? Why work? Uh? MC better. No, it's temporary only for what? Take the health. <laughs> Have the divine health uh, and the testimony of the life of Jesus. You are a reflection of Christ. Okay. This is his manifested power inside you. You will shine. How you shine? Because you're different from the world of darkness. Okay? They recognize you. You want to save souls? Yeah? Reflect Christ. Okay? Mind the things that are from him. Observe it. Look at what Christ value and you value that. And you will definitely have good success. You will definitely prosper in every area of your life, spirit, soul, and body. Everyone today tear down some wall of Jericho already. <laughs> no more brick, strong brick there, right? Holy Spirit today tear down a lot already. Okay. It's coming down all the walls, all right? The walls that we create in our minds, right? Where we don't let people come into our life, right? This is so another stronghold, wrong belief. Okay, we are hurt already, you know. So Jesus made himself vulnerable. Okay, so so many areas, can you see, it's like so many parts of our life, all right, has been, uh, this wall of Jericho there, and all the goodies are inside there. Just let all this, cast all these wrong, wrong thinking, and go for the word of God, the way God thinks. I've been excited to see all of you, right, growing, prospering in every area, right, to see the manifestation and inherit the promises, inherit all the blessings. God really gave us such a wonderful uh, word yesterday about He being our source. And today we hear the wonderful testimony uh, of uh, Pastor Piara, God's provision above and beyond. You know, yeah, it's just God's goodness, the supply 
for his life, for him to do the work of God. Yeah, we don't even, we can't even think where is it going to come from. But God knows where is it going to come from. Not only for him, for every one of us. You choose to serve him. You think he will not take care of you. It's always wrong thinking. You know? As I believe there's great prosperity, um, I say blessing, right? prosperity is every area, right? In your life, spiritual, material, financial, just get rid of the wrong thinking. Don't look for MC. <laughs> okay, one of the things that has to get out of this mind, okay? Because I really can remember it for life, you know, for how many years? 30 years, I cannot understand why this boy wanted MC instead of healing. <laughs> He'd rather have the flu, everything flowing, and then when MC one day is more precious than experiencing the health and healing of God. <laughs> so that is one stronghold take up. Move. Okay. So God will show you by His Holy Spirit as you feed yourself more and more, all right, that you become conquerors, all right, by the love of God. Amen. I cannot finish one. Today very long. <laughs> Praise the Lord. It's not a punishment, huh? <laughs>